Fellas, we are. We need to. Um, we need to get in the zone for podcasting. We need to warm up a bit. So um, let's do some vocal exercises. Okay. Okay. So repeat after me. All right. How now, brown cow? How now, brown, brown cow? cow? You too, John. <laughs> oh, I thought we were. Yeah. No, I thought it was gonna be like an echo off my bed. Oh. How now, brown cow? There you go. How now, brown cow? How get, get now? The, get the jowls how, going. How now, brown cow? How yeah. now, brown cow? Beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one. Whether the weather be cold, whether the weather be hot, we'll be together whenever the weather, whether we like it or not. Now, hold on. The issue here yeah. is uh, okay, lots of memorizing. Okay. Yeah, Give exactly. me the first I'll half. Start, uh, repeat yeah. after me on the first. I almost line. fucked up okay, in my. Okay. You got a whiteboard? Are you you want to like write it down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whether the weather be cold. Whether the weather be cold. Whether the weather be cold. Whether the weather be hot. Whether, whether the, the weather, weather be, be hot. hot. We'll be together whenever the weather. We'll, we'll be, be together, together whenever, whenever the, the weather. weather. Sorry. <laughs> we'll be together whenever the weather. Whether we like it or not. Whether we whether like, we it, like or it or not. Clap, clap. Yeah, it's just a little clap. Okay, I'm going to say <laughs> clap, clap. Yep. <laughs> what, now, now, see, the issue uh, is I forgot the beginning half. Right, oh. by the time you get there, Wh- it's just whether, kind of, whether, whether the weather be cold. Whether the weather be cold, whether, whether the, the weather, weather be, be hot, hot, whether the weather will be, be there together, better. whether it's weather or not. <laughs> no. <laughs> whether it might not be weather, uh, right? That was, was nice the issue w- that I'm like dealing with. All right, here. I'll do an easy one for you. Okay. Unique New York. Unique New, New York. York. Unique New York. Okay. Unique. That one's all about unique. the teeth. Yeah. You got to like unique lick your teeth New on York. That one. Unique. 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 You New, York. New York. Yeah. Unique. So despite the vocal exercises, we're not doing Anchorman. We're doing the prestige. <laughs> Welcome to Director Showdown. My name is Adam Dauphin. Hey. And I'm here with my co-host, Brent Carroll. Say hey. what's up, Brent. What's up, Brent? That's a good joke. And then we're joined together by a special guest. He's been here so many times. I don't even this know how like many. It's like seventh time, right? It's, it's a bunch. Seventh? Is awesome. it really seventh time? It's seventh. I guess if you count... Six? No, it's six. not six. I think it's seven. It has mm, to be seven. Yeah. Our so, our most uh most uh return. We should guests. do you know what frequent guests. Film Twitter or just regular Twitter. It doesn't even have to be film Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Go out and make a graph. Of yeah, many, someone <laughs> someone chart chart a, the appearances. Chart the appearances. And uh let's see. Just show show to us how mm. um pathetic it is that uh we only have men ever on the show. Why wow, you just uh, got to stri- go straight straight <laughs> to that. Huh? For the for the yeah, show's yeah. jugular. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um anyways, <laughs> the reason why I want to do the exercise is because I wanted to show a little bit behind the scenes, behind the magic of podcasting. Yeah. And uh, we don't always 
we don't we never do vocal exercises, but we should yeah. because mm-hmm. this is this is our brand, baby. We gotta sound good. Hell yeah! I mean, we don't look good in real life, so we all this is all we got. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's our voices. It's vo- mm-hmm. voice voice is all all that we got. Yeah, yeah. If if you were to put a camera right there in front of us while we're yeah. doing this, it, it just wouldn't. No, it wouldn't work. work it wouldn't out. be interesting. You'd mm-hmm. turn it off right away. Right. The only thing you would see is uh, the podcat mm-hmm. herself, uh, Little Miss Adorable, yeah, wrapped up on Adam's lap. Uh, Fauna sitting there with yep. her eyes closed, looking super cute. Yep, uh, she's back at it. Back at it again. Back at it. Cat. Back at it. Back cat it again, baby. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so anyway, if you did have a camera, it would also lose the magic mm-hmm. of the podcast. Yeah. Right, because you just, I guess, just mm-hmm. instead of imagining these really cool, yeah, cool. I think dudes. this mm-hmm. theme that you've been uh, forcing into the, the episode, Adam, is, is slowly revealing itself to me. <laughs> Um, Would you say it's revealing the, uh, the prestige to the, you know? Well, we haven't gone to the prestige. We're at the okay. What's the what's the first one? Uh, um, um, keep fuck. going. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> looking it up right now. Actually, fuck I, wait, the setup. Of this movie, yeah, the setup. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Is that really? I don't uh, think it's called it's the setup. Act one. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. It's the three. The three uh, things. Yeah, the three things. There's the thing, then the second thing, then the prestige. <laughs> and then the prestige. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Man, this would have been really cool if we had known. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the funny what? thing is, like, we watched this, like, yeah. two or three. I mean, I've watched it, like, you know, this would be my second time, like, actually watching it with y'all, like, before coming over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still can't remember. I just remember the prestige because right? it's the name yeah. of the fucking movie. Name of the fucking movie. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we're talking today is uh, Christopher that's Nolan. What, so, yeah. if this is the first time and you somehow held through the first five minutes... Of all that. Yeah. This is Director Showdown, and we compare two directors each season. And contrast. Compare and I contrast. That, that's like uh, one of them Venn diagrams, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our podcast yeah. is an audio representation of the Venn diagram. That's interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? And then we're 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 bouncing that's back not even and a joke. forth. It's like yeah, makes that's sense. kind of uh, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of we we are yeah. a Podcast Venn diagram of two directors Maybe, each season. Yeah. Let's just call it director Venn diagram. I might take this out because this is such a good idea, but I kind of want new art that incorporates like a Venn diagram. That'd be Ooh, cool, right? we should do that. Um, and, if that suddenly appears on like a future episode, this is the origin story of yeah. that. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is a one, good edit uh, point. That's the prestige, <laughs> and this is the uh, whatever the first part is <laughs> that uh, we've all forgotten. Why but can't yeah. I fucking find it? I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to find it. God so, damn it. Yeah. yeah, we are director Venn diagram cast. Down. It doesn't, it doesn't um, roll off the tongue director as much Venn as... Director Venn down? But, um, but no. Uh, no, it's <laughs> we're not going to yeah. get it. Director Venn diagram. Yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> it doesn't sound as cool as Showdown. Um, but yeah. this season is Christopher Nolan v. Superman. No, it is... Uh, <laughs> Good joke. I want to put the laugh track here. No, I'm going to forget to do it. It's a like pretty good time. joke. I mean, there's it's, some layers there. John, Jonathan the joke Nolan. is being very, very generous, I think. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Jonathan Nolan, he, he, he's, he is indirectly responsible, more so than Christopher Nolan, though. Christopher Nolan's for, for Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah. I guess so. He did, like, produce yeah. um, Man of Steel and, like, write Well, Jonathan story. Nolan wrote... Uh, Batman. I'm not. Bat- I mean, uh, Superman. Right? 
No, he? I think it was. Or did he? Like, no, it, it was David story. Goyer and somebody Goyer, else. Actually, wasn't it yeah. story though? Story was by Chris Nolan himself. Oh, yeah. Chris Nolan. Yeah. So there you go. Chris Nolan. So it is. It. Chris it, Nolan, is yeah. it is his fault. Anyways, um, <laughs> in more ways than one, it kind of yeah. is if you think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not Superman. It's David Fincher. Mm-hmm. And now it, what we did last week was Fight Club, and we're back Fight in Club. Nolan's corner, his yeah. ring, and it's the Prestige. Yeah, two thousand six. The Prestige, starring Hugh Jackman. And Christian Bale. Or is it Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman? Which one's oh. the... Oh, which uh, one well, goes Hugh, first? Hugh Jackman gets top billing. Does he get yeah, top billing? Yeah, when, when the credits rolled uh, a few minutes ago. I guess Hugh Jackman was a bigger... I guess he's always been bigger than like Christian Bale, right? I don't know. The, see, that's really interesting. Because, yeah. like, you know what's kind of funny, too, is you were kind of... You and I were talking about this a little bit before, but I feel like Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale, both of them haven't been doing things recently that at least I've been that I've really connected to I think uh Jackman the closest was Logan which I guess was pretty recent that's pretty Um, recent and that was a fantastic yeah it was great uh but like Christian Bale like I feel like he hasn't he's been doing the Adam McKay things and like getting fat and getting skinny but uh I don't know we could what's like the last good Bale to you I I can't to me I mean fucking hell like I can't I want ah shit I was about to say I was like American Hustle but Man, yeah, that was, he was the last thing. I mean, he was good in it, yeah. but that movie's garbage. So. He keeps doing like he's in that. He's like that in Vice too, man. Like he's mm. better than I think the movie, the movie, the material he deserves. That he's yeah, given. yeah um, that's the only thing I can think of right now off the top of my head that I that I've seen him post. You know, Dark Knight Rises. Um, that's like yeah. the one that because yeah, he turned into kind of like this like you know actor who wants to kind of do Cut a little me bit a more check and I'll get fat for you. That and he also like, Bale. He's in all these like Oscar Beatty, good, right? Oscar I feel like that was movies. good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. He's in like really these Oscar Beatty mm. movies and stuff like that, where it's sure, like you know, yeah. has he um, got it? Uh, he he Academy got one Award? for the Fighter. He was fucking yeah, great yeah, in the Fighter. The fighter, yeah. Was that um, best supporting? Act. Oh, so he hasn't yeah. gotten the big one, the big end. And he honestly, he this is when you're hearing this, mm. the Oscars have happened. Um, oh shit, that's right. And so he might be a two time. There are very good odds that he's going to win for Vice. See, I, I so. hope he does, so he can just go back to like doing like. You know, non Beatty. The thing is, I mean? he already got an Oscar, and he's still doing the fat skinny. No, he shit, wants to so. be. He wants to best actor, not best supporting. Who wants to be best supporting? So you're saying that once he gets that, he's yeah. going to maybe do a Leo thing and kind of take it easy yeah. for a while. Yeah, because it's like yeah, supporting is just not. It's yeah, it's great. It's like the step towards like what I guess you so. really want. Yeah, which is the I best guess acting. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I mean I I, I hope uh, Cooper won. I guess I should say I think he's the most deserving out of everybody. Even though it's funny good how you, you said the past tense. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's funny. It's, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. think about that shit. You do. Um, I want to start with historical context, guys. So, mm. John, you being our guest, like, what what um, did this movie like mean to you when it came out? Like, what uh, do you remember? Like, your experience seeing it? Like, what you felt? What you thought about it? Um, this movie actually can't remember if I've seen this movie before or after Batman Begins. Mm, okay. Um, I kind of want to say after because like I always keep getting the same. Even like when watching it recently for this podcast, I kind of kept getting the same vibe, like you know, visual vibe from that movie. Right. I guess it's because you know a lot of it takes yeah. place in a prison, and a lot of it's non, you know, uh, it's non-linear. Well, the narrative is non-linear. Year did Batman Begins? Oh five. Oh so, like, five. Literally and just this was a year before six. that. Yeah. Yeah. This um, this came after Begins. Yeah. Um, so when I, I think when I first saw it, I was kind of like blown away by like how much I was into it, I guess. Cause I never really thought of like, you know, even I never really thought of like magic 
as like, I guess like a serious thing or it's something that you kind of, you know, watch on TV or something like, I've watched like, you know, Breaking the Magician's Code, like on the fucking, oh, with the guy, the, with the, the Lucha, yeah, the, yeah with the mask. mask. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the guy yeah, who's like shit. apparently like crucified yeah. because he, he just like revealed all these fucking secrets. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I watched that as a kid, you know, growing up, but it didn't really, like, you never really hooked me um, until like, I guess I saw this movie mm. and then I didn't, um, it kind of, this movie also has an effect on me for a different reason is that it's kind of like this, uh, I don't know if it's an allegory or a metaphor for in, you know cinema in general because one of the, the first filmmakers were kind of magicians. So like you know this movie is set up like a three act, you know like you know mm-hmm. show which like you know kind of kind of stands in for like the three act structure of, a, of an actual movie. Mm-hmm. So I remember in, yeah. enjoying it quite a bit after I did the research into that. Well, Nolan actually said that this movie is about filmmaking. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's it's. Uh, he felt very personal about it. Yeah. I, I think this this movie is about I think storytelling more so mm-hmm. like and filmmaking but the storytelling side and I think what he gets interested in is know. with I Inception think it's filmmaking though Inception's the one about filmmaking that one is like his like this guy's like Leo's the director Joseph Gordon Levitt's the producer well I guess like, in a more literal sense yeah I, I think this one is more I mean yeah I mean this one's about it is about filmmaking but I think yeah. like um, it's not as broken down and structured as Inception is yeah you know right to to follow that mm-hmm. uh, to be that metaphor I think but um, yeah because like with this one it's about like the illusion the magic behind mm-hmm. like filmmaking yeah you know yeah for like sure. you know that when you watch this film it's it is like it's a stage there's you know cameramen there's a crew right you know there's all these people behind it and you don't see it while you're watching the movie and you want to just believe that that's what's happening as opposed to what you actually know that it's you know people just standing there in present time you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it, it kind of it dives into like the specific parts in my opinion like the specific parts of filmmaking uh specifically like you know above the belt uh crew like actors and directors like how mm. devoted you would be to your art Ooh, and because yeah. like yeah because it i mean the characters in this movie do do a you know a huge commitment to what they're doing you know you know some of them you know um lose you know obviously fingers and then some of them you know pay greater costs just or for literally kill themselves literally kill themselves over over, over, over just audience reaction which is yeah. you know what at the end of the day, that's what, you know, the best you can do with the film is like, you know, get the best audience reaction you can get. Well, since we're diving into this now, um, I mean, I, this is like a perfect time to bring it up. I mean, I, I think, uh, Angier, Hugh Jackman's character and Be- what, uh, what's, uh, Alfred Bill? Borden, Al- Alfred Borden, Borden, yeah, Borden yeah. right. Um, I think they're, they're like two sides of a coin that we've talked about multiple times on this podcast. They're like the Spielberg and Kubrick of mm-hmm. like this movie. It's like you have the uh, Hugh Jackman, the Spielberg, the who entertainer. is yeah, basically. like yeah. he's an entertainer. He wants he wants the, a showman. Yeah, you, one could say the greatest showman. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm talking about Spielberg when I say that, of course. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but and then you have uh, the the, the obsessive, yeah. almost like the the scientist. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, what, uh, he's not a scientist. He's he goes by the professor. The professor yeah. Yeah. Oh, the professor. Yeah, yeah. and the, who's the Kubrick? The guy who's mm. putting, <coughs> who has, who's like infamous for having like research, mm. like all like strewn about his house for like all of his projects, like books and books of it. Um, who's like who doesn't care about uh, putting out like a movie every two years? Right, also doesn't yeah. steal Something. shit from people. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. He, Oh shit! <laughs> he um yeah, because Borden's character is <laughs> more. Be, yeah, I can see that yeah. kind of parallel though, because like Borden's more interested in the craft. You can tell like 
he's not really flashy like the way uh, Jackman's character is, at least not at first. Like, he gets that way, I guess, in, in a way. Like, you know, mm. Kubrick knew how to, you know, do that eventually, I guess. I don't know if I'm... Yeah, kind the of, Shining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, so, but he's much more interested in the actual, like, the craft of it as opposed to, like, um, Jackman, who's chasing an audience. Like, he's chasing the, yeah, the high that wants. an audience gets. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, he wants to be per- perceived a, a certain way. Mm-hmm. I think, well, and that's also um, a really brilliant thing about this movie, too, is that it's a, like, meta deconstruction of these two actors specifically. Because it's like, let's look at Hugh Jackman, the greatest showman himself, yeah. the guy who is Gosh. going on a fucking tour alone around the United States to sing all of the musical numbers of songs that he's in. This is a guy who is like who is Angier and that's why he right. can him so well. And then you have Christian Bale who is like notoriously like kind of like not in the public eye really, unless like he blows up at a guy on the set of Terminator yeah. or something, but he's like a guy Which who likes for him. Yeah. Who's like, yeah. who's not out there like, uh, uh, I don't love this like comparison, but like Leo with Revenant and it's mm. like, Oh, the sacrifices he made with Revenant. And he's like yeah. front, front of the, you know, talking about how hard it was. And Same it's like, like Bale's just like yeah. behind the scenes, like getting fat and skinny over mm. and over again, just like turning into different people. Like yeah. he is the obsessive that like Borden is in this movie. Um, and it's so funny because like, I don't even know if they were that like if, if those roles were as defined in 2006, I don't think they were as as much as they are now. Oh right, you yeah. Know, maybe because, the prestige like had a significant effect yeah. on. It's it's on possible, them. man. Yeah. It's it's like, and I wonder if that was like a cat. If that came from a Chris Nolan like casting thing, where he's like, "This is oh, this is the type of guy Hugh Jackman is, and so mm. he's perfect for this guy." And then Bale is kind of the the guy who doesn't care about. Uh, being you know showy cares about the craft itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think it's it works. Like th- this is why I'm gonna say this now. I think this is uh, after watching it again last night. I think this is like my favorite Nolan movie, honestly, mm-hmm. because yeah. like there are so many fucking layers to it, and like we're gonna I'm sure get into like the narrative too. But um, there's so much depth and depth, not depth, thank Christ. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> there's so much depth in like. Uh, how these two guys represent like the uh, coin flip of like all artists, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's really funny. I didn't actually put that together until you said it now. I mean, it's really, it's a really strange uh, case of like, you know, uh, life imitating art, I guess now, because mm-hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, we were in historical context, I think, though. Do you remember seeing it, Adam? Like, oh, what, man. What, like, what I down? saw this. Saw the fuck out of this in 06. No, I didn't. Did you see no, this with The Illusionist? Because there's another yeah, movie called The Illusionist. Yeah, I saw it with Illusionist yeah. with, with oh, fucking boy, yeah. Edward Norton. That too. Yeah. And that movie, I forgot. Yeah. Like, I. Ooh, wow. I've never I seen that movie. That's why. So, like, well, Illusion- everyone always tells me to watch that too. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it was and, good and when Ed I saw Zwick it. Ed picture. Right? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then Zwick I saw this, and I guess I just didn't get it. I don't know. I think I missed some parts, and then I just never like watched it again until recently. Honestly, actually, it was Neil Berger. It's not really. uh, That's what it was. It's not really um, an exciting. Well, no. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'll 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 piggyback off that too. Like I, uh, Nolan became a guy for me around that time that was similar to. Uh, like PTA where if a new movie came out, I was like, I was like fucking, I was there. I was going to see it. And I remember like seeing, I think I saw the, well, this is, this, this was actually perfect too. Cause I worked at the movie theater when this came out, I believe. And so I saw illusionist and then I saw, mm. uh, 
Prestige. That's funny. And uh, I saw Prestige after Batman Begins. I don't think I had seen Memento yet. And so I was like, that was a lot. I think it was great, but fuck, that was a lot. Because it's Mm -hmm. like, you just don't get all the pieces the first time you see it. You know, it's like... Like, and I don't even there. think I understood, like, I don't think I even caught, like, the clones thing at the end when I first watched I, I it. I, think, just, like, I, I don't think I did yeah, either. Yeah, I just, yeah. like, totally missed it. But, mm-hmm. like, this time around, I explicitly saw, like, the clones, like... For sure. Tanks, which is a beautiful yeah. shot, actually. It's, like, it's, it's Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a movie that, like, the more you see it, the more... <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about this with, like, the, uh, the Borden mm-hmm. kind of twist, like, how there are mm-hmm. multiple scenes where it's, like... Oh, that's that brother. Well, and what's, not this what's brother. funny is that it's it's a weird like turn because the thing about they even mentioned this in the movie. The thing about magic is that you don't want to know how it really happened. You're kind of like you mm, watch the yeah. show and you got what you got the first mm-hmm. time around. You don't need to watch it again because you know. You know that, you know that it, there's something there, but you don't give a shit because that would take away the entertainment value from it. Yeah, right. But yeah. here, it's it's like it flips that on its head and says, "You'll enjoy this more if you keep watching it and you notice all the little things." So it's like the opposite of what like magic in, intends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it really highlights the difference in mediums between. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing like a stage magic show and a movie because like the movie, uh, you know, the more the more you see it, the more you start like piecing things together. Whereas like, yeah, like a stage man, like at a fucking uh, David mm. Blaine. Why is that the first guy that comes to mind? I mean, that's Chris fine. Angel. Uh, David Copperfield. Chris, geez, Chris, yeah, David y'all remember Copperfield. Chris Angel. Houdini. I don't know. Mind that hot mind topic freak. motherfucker. Mind freak. Mind freak. He can levitate. Man. Where the fuck was? I mean, this movie. They Nolan put other magicians in this movie. Where the where was the mind freak himself? They had some he, old he, cripple Asian dude. Who cares about that guy? I want to see Chris. Angel. Was, I, see, I only know Ricky J was yeah, Ricky J. Uh, Ricky J was, J was yeah. the the guy at the beginning who they're like helping out. He's like a really famous. Uh, Actual magician, magician yeah. rest in uh, peace. Recently, uh, pe- too away. bad Penn and Teller weren't wasn't in this. Boy, would this movie would have come to a screeching fucking <laughs> yeah, like, halt. Like, wait a second, if it's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm Penn. This is Teller. Boop, boop. And then the other yeah. one, that's that's how Teller talks, right? The little guy. He just um, doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is how he talks. Nailed it, actually. Yeah, that, he sounds good, just huh? like that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, he's Wait, the, he's the boarding yeah, character more, of the Fallon. Yeah. That's the Teller is. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, guess so. They're, they're, they're the Penn and Teller. That's right? fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he where's is, that remake, it? man? Yeah, where's that? <laughs> that's funny. But oh. yeah, more on that. That was interesting because, like, in a movie, you're kind of already you already don't care about like any magic per se that happens on screen. You know, mm-hmm. like if you see a magic trick, you don't really give a shit because you can just see that there's like clever editing or something and you're, mm-hmm. and it's not as impactful as seeing it live. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's interesting to see this movie. The trick of the movie is the, um, setup to where you don't believe that, um, Hugh Jackman is duplicating himself. Yeah. Well, there's there's you so know? many, dude. There's yeah. so many layers to it, uh, Donkey. It's like and Chris, the, yeah, Christian Bale's um, yeah, like yeah. his his brother reveal. It's mm. there's so many, and um, 
Yeah, man. And it's it's like the magic trick of this movie is is the structure of it. And it's like him turning back to his memento mode where, um, you know, like he he has fucking graphs and charts. I'm sure like I'm sure the structure of this movie was equally maybe not equally, but similarly structured like memento where like you'd need a fucking uh, like chalkboard mm. with like graphs and arrows and shit. Like uh, which, which brother is this in this yeah, scene? Color coding. Why, like, how the would he react to yeah. uh, this happening? And I think that's, that's like why I love this movie so much uh, is that like it all comes together. It's like last night was the first time where like every single scene I was like, Oh, this is the, in- like, this is what he's intending. This is like what, uh, this character is actually uh, feeling in this scene. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, man, it's it's fucking brilliant so, the structure of yeah, this movie. I tried to identify which scenes mm-hmm. had. Okay, this is a good way to start my um, Adam's Ooh. film theory corner. Adam, what was it before? It was like Adam Insight. Why Adam Insight? Yeah, inside of Adam. Wise boy with Adam Doff. I mean, I like that. Huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> lay it on us, man. So I was thinking in another way. I mean, layers, right? So, mm-hmm. um, donkey. Bale is a a metaphor. Well, not metaphor. I don't know what word to use here, but like he's a manic depressive. Like he's like he's like showing like one brother is a mat the manic and the other one's a de- the depressive. Yeah, so, for sure. Like, um, I try to track, I, I use the labels of manic and depressive for like each one. That's an interesting way to, yeah, yeah to try and, because yeah, well, when I said like, I knew mm. what every scene meant last night, I did, I didn't track that. I didn't cat like catch like which brother was which like that. Right. That was, that was too difficult to kind of like, you know, you can tell you can on some, you like can a good chunk. Tell, and actually it seems like the main bail is the manic one because mm. the manic one's the one who, uh, does the bullet catch, right? When he's yeah, talking to... the one who to, falls in love with Rebecca, right? No. Because, the one who falls in love with ScarJo? Yeah. That would be the manic. Because, like, mm-hmm. he is obsessed with the trick. More oh, than you're right. More yeah. than, like... Yeah. He's the one who always wants to have revenge. He's the one who's always, like, uh, um, just trying to fuck, like, Hugh Jack. And I figured... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a key, because, like... Um, Fallon or whoever falls in love with, um, Rebecca Hall, right? Yeah, Rebecca that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he doesn't care about like Hugh Jackman at all. Like, For sure. Yeah. And he's the one who shows up to, um, see, uh, manic one or revengeful bail. Yeah. Yeah. Is the one who tried, who wanted to do the knot on Hugh Jackman's wife at the beginning. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I love because he was like, he doesn't know, like this guy doesn't fucking know how to do magic. He's fucking boring and all that. Like he's just so aggressive about like Mm. the shit. Yeah. And then he does that. And that's why manic depressed, I mean, depressive bail shows up to the funeral because he like feels bad about. Well, And I love that too, where he keeps saying, Mm. Like, I don't know. Because like, he doesn't want to compromise. Yeah. And he doesn't know. Yeah, he literally doesn't know because yeah. he's he like, wasn't well, the one. And then there's that fucking yeah. on-the-nose line where mm-hmm. it's like, multiple times in this movie, Nolan is fucking spelling it out to you. Yeah, definitely. He's like literally yeah. saying, he's like making it text and just saying, because Bale Are says, you watching closely? Part, one, like, yeah. one part of me tied this knot, and the other, the other, part of me, the other, yeah. the yeah. other version of me, he like, he doesn't even say part. He says like, like one, like, 
and then the me. other one half of me, yeah, yeah. and it's and like, literally one wouldn't have remembered. Yeah, and right, the one who said that, yeah, yeah, and the one who said that is the one who wouldn't mm. have tied that knot. But mm. um, yeah, that is that is mm. definitely, and then the one who ultimately dies at the end is is, is that one, manic. Is the manic one, one, yeah, because yeah. he does apologize so, to the one he says, "I'm sorry yeah, about yeah. blah blah blah," like Sarah. Yeah. So the thing is, let's talk about that a bit because yeah. It seems like they were so good at being magicians that they kept switching in jail. They had to have been switching because Mm. um, at one point he looks legit like in love with his daughter there, you know, while he was like at the beginning or whenever he sees his daughter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think that's always I think that's always the same board. He never he never. I mean, like manic. Bale never seemed to show much love for the daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the scenes that we I, saw. I guess that's 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 true. And it's yeah. already been shown that he can fuck with the chains and he when he had the um the guard scene, he was just like fucking with the guard, like I can get the fuck out of here whenever I want. Sort of yeah, thing. I feel like I, I feel like just in my head though, mm-hmm. that adds like an unnecessarily like an unnecessary complication to the story. But why? Like the fact that they could be switching, and then there's like this narrative of like, well, which one of us needs to die? Like, I, well, I don't yeah, know. That's- that makes sense because like it shows that um, the manic finally develop. He has an arc. He's saying that like, oh, I'm taking responsibility for like my vengeful acts on Hugh Jackman. It was my responsibility that like I made the knot. I got us all into this because of how like spiteful. He was, and so he decided to take the hit and let his brother take care of his actual daughter. So that's why, like, yeah. it, 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 like, I think it, it adds like a really more emotional impact upon it. Yeah. Well, and then that's that's nice too that it's it is ambiguous too. Like, because something I was trying to think about last night too is like, whose daughter is it? You know, because it's only mm-hmm. one of their daughter. Yeah, and it's right, like yeah. I, I, like I want to say that it is. I guess to take your uh, labels for him, like the depressive bail, like mm. when he falls in love with Rebecca Hall, because that would make sense, right? Right. Because the other one maybe doesn't if, love if it her was, as much. So yeah, if it was manic, that's just tragic. Yeah. You well, and I mean? then I'm just thinking yeah. about this. I'm workshopping this live right now in yeah, my head. Yeah. Is that like it would make sense that um, th- uh, manic bail mm-hmm. doesn't have sex with her? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like I like mm-hmm. and, and is probably cold like is more cold to her because he doesn't like he usually love her the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. And then uh that's why well there's even a shot too with uh depressive Bale yeah. later on where Scarjo tries to kiss him and he like turns his cheek and yeah. it's like, okay, that's the one who loves Rebecca right, Hall, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. Um so there's yeah, I mean there's so many little scenes like that that mm-hmm. uh um kind of reveal, you know, you can kind of piece I, I even yeah. took notes on I, in my phone, I put clues about being twins, and there's like six here uh, appearing in her apartment after she closes the door at the beginning. Yeah, right, M- remember yeah. that he starts walking away, and then he's like all of a sudden in her apartment. That's, I mean, both brothers are like just doing a little having some fun. Uh, Fallon tied Julia's knot. We talked about that one. Right. Uh, the line uh, we should have told Fallon. Oh, when she we says when she's pregnant, pregnant, yeah, and he said, yeah. "Oh, we should have told Fallon." Like he left because yeah. it's his fucking kid, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh fuck. Um, 
uh, oh, Borden at dinner, mm. the drunk one with like the goatee, uh, is, uh, the Fallon post burial. Mm. So the one who was buried right. is the one that yeah. shows up at dinner. And it's like, I, I just love that. There's so much mm. shit like that to like mm. mine and find so in the movie to make a little callback to last season, dead ringers. Okay. This is a better version of Dead Ringers. For sure. I feel like we even dropped the prestige on that uh, episode. I think we, we mentioned, uh, we just mentioned it, yeah. But what's funny is that the main character is reversed. The The shitty asshole one is the main Bale. He's the main Bale. Yeah, be, well, because yeah. he is the most important to the plot. Like he, and he, he is shows the up more. antithesis to yeah. uh, uh, Angier, mm-hmm. uh, Jackman's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like, yeah. Well, like he, uh, he's a, yeah, he's the one who's responsible for everything fucking happening. Yeah, exactly. Shit you know? going wrong. And yeah. I, the, the last one is actually a quote. Um, uh, Bale says this to Fallon. So it's one to the other brother. Uh, Sarah knows something's not right. If you could talk to her, convince her I love her. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's all, it's all right there yeah, in front right of you. Definitely. Uh, you once you know the closely. Twist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, are you watching yeah. closely? And, uh, that's why this movie's fucking brilliant, man. It's also, I mean, some of the ones that are the more obvious ones than that are is literally Michael, Michael Caine saying it like he yeah. re, restates it like three or four times like he does a double and like you know and yeah. then Angie is so obsessed he's like no it's too simple for that and he's like that's literally how it how it happens mm. and then there are other times where Rebecca Hall does say like sometimes you tell me you love me and you mean it and you mm. and then on other days you don't mm. like I can yeah, tell for sure and so and then you can totally tell that too yeah it's pretty funny. So, um, yeah, yeah like I mean, the, he, the yeah. hints are all really there at the, like, once you give it a rewatch, obviously, because the first time around, you're just kind of thinking it's just, you well, know. Well, that's what's so amazing yeah. about this film is that it tells you, you know? Definitely, yeah. yeah it tells you right off the bat. It's kind of like the way. you don't even, you don't, you just don't care to, yeah, to know because yeah. you want that magic almost. Yeah, it mimics right? the, the, yeah. the, 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 the structure ma- the mimics the, yeah. the structure of a magic. The, like, this movie plays with context in a way that is, like, better than most any other movie I've seen. It's, like, just the fact that the beginning of the movie, you see Angier die. You know Angier dies. You think Bale was responsible for it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you go on this, like, journey with, like, the characters, and then at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, fuck, Bale's trying to save him. Uh, By the way, which Bale... That was... See, that was... That was ambiguous. I don't know. The thing is, well, I think he's the one they arrested, so therefore I think he... The thing is, even the, the what is it, Manic Bale mm-hmm. wouldn't want him to die. It's like yeah, they, they don't want to take yeah, it that wanna, far. They don't want to kill each other, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, because it's, it, it is a is a harsh rival, rivalry, right. but I don't mm-hmm. think it would yeah. ever cross that line. Violent, uh, yeah. like back and forth. Um well, yeah. well, no, like Angier definitely would want to kill Bale, though, for sure. Well, uh, that's true. What, he tried. Yeah, he tried. He tried yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it's. Uh, but then that was only because of his wife. And then he then. Um, yeah, let's talk about Hugh Jackman a little bit more, his character. For we, sure. Yeah. I think yeah, we've yeah. covered Bale pretty well. <laughs> I, I think. Um, so, yeah. yeah, like he has a dark descent arc, you know, while like it's like the opposite, like. Bale had the, you know, the, the, uh, the lighter it's, arc while, um, I, I think Hugh it's, Jackman it's had a tragedy versus like self destruction. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like one destroys his own life and the other, uh, turns into a monster basically. Like by the right. end of the movie, Hugh Jackman has like completely no corrupted yeah. who he is and like what yeah, he, he forgot represents. about his wife. Like he doesn't care yeah. anymore. Oh, God. Yeah. He you literally know? says that. Yeah. I think at one point too. Yeah. He, he says it to Scarjo. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, but that's that's what's so funny because like Hugh Jackman was so innocent. Like he lit- he didn't even want to kill the uh, the bird. The yeah. bird. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not kill-. when he was telling um, uh, Michael Caine. Like, do I have to kill this bird? Like, yeah. Well, and then you know. and then he ultimately like that was that yeah. was his first mm. uh, like uh, give, giving way a little bit because like Michael Caine, I almost said Michael Jackson. Michael Caine oh creates <laughs> that fucking thing that like allows the bird mm. to live, and he's like, oh, and he's like, I just I just yeah. knew that you. He could said do he it. says, you got to get your hands dirty if you want to achieve the impossible, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, what is it says? I had to know that you could do it. Yeah, I had to know what yeah. you, yeah. That you could um, do it. And yeah, and it's and like so. That's what's so ironic about it is that Michael Caine ends up turning on Hugh Jackman at the end. You know, he said he says, mm-hmm. "I, you know, this is fucked up. You're taking this, you're taking this yeah, guy yeah. away from his daughter." Ob- obsession and, is a, a young mm-hmm. man's game. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, oh I thought you were talking about Michael Caine still. Oh yeah, because yeah. like Michael Caine turns on. Um, Turns on ja- Jackman when Jackman, Jackman is going to go to Tesla, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think like if we're looking at like the themes of the movie, it's all about. I mean, I think I texted you this. It's like a very similar theme to Whiplash in a way, uh, but they have different endings. Like this is the movie where we see two different versions of people who want to be the best and will like do anything to be the best mm. and ultimately take different pathways to that. And ultimately what the movie is saying is that like both ways, if you're truly obsessed, will like destroy you in some capacity. And I, th- not to talk about whiplash too much, but whiplash at the end is saying like, like, you have yeah, to destroy I mean, yourself. fuck, you gotta destroy yourself because yeah. you gotta be the best. Right. But yeah. I fucking love that movie because it's insane because that's its message. But mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the macro of this movie. And then Hugh Jackman. So we talked about Jackman, mm. Bale. Uh, I want to talk about Tesla a little bit. Tesla, Tesla and Tesla. Uh, David Bowie and his, is this mm. his last movie? I'm not too sure. I'm going to research that. Look, um, look that up because I th- it's the last movie that I recall seeing him in. In right, like a um, major one, right? And just to give a little bit of background, um, I was reading online about uh, casting him, and so Bale, Bale, Jesus, uh, Nolan reached out to uh, Bowie and like the Bowie estate or whatever, and said like, "Hey, I'd really like you to be in this movie," mm. and Bowie was like, "Nah," and Nolan was like. All right, I'm going to fly out there. Uh, and so he flies out to Bowie's house and starts mm. telling Bowie, uh, like, all about the movie, all about playing Tesla. And Bowie was like, yeah, I'll do it. All right. Well, he he, he said no one else could play Tesla except for David Bowie. Yeah, man. And it's like, uh, thing, yeah. it, it is. And it's like, after you see the movie, it's like, I kind of get it, man, because it's like Bowie as Tesla. And obviously, you know what's crazy to me is that when I first saw this, I didn't even know that was David Bowie. I obviously didn't care that was David Bowie. Uh, I didn't really even know who David Bowie was in a big way. Uh, But, like, the second he comes on screen, he is just this fucking, like, charismatic, like, powerhouse of, like, man, this guy is just on another level. Yeah, he he owns the scene. Like, he almost steals it from, like... Oh, for sure. I think he he definitely does. I think he steals every scene he's in. And it's like his intro is like walking through the Tesla coils. And he like appears and it's like, oh my God, this is like, Nolan. see, I think Nolan was like, we got Bowie in this. We need to give him one, an an incredible intro. And two, we need to make all of his dialogue like the best dialogue in the movie. Um, And I think he does, man. Like he has some, 
uh, I can't remember if I wrote any down, but like, uh, he's only in a few scenes, but he like leaves such an impact. Right. Definitely. Um, yeah. And cause he's like the film's tie to kind of like the more mystical, like metaphysical, uh, realm that it en- like ends up going in, in the end. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's, he's incredible. He's pretty fucking great. Um, his last, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. <laughs> his last, uh, film was a cameo in the movie Band Slam with Vanessa Hudgens. Ah, um, Slam? Yeah, I've Band seen Slam. that. You haven't seen that movie? I've, I've never not heard of it. Seen Van it. Slam? Really? I know of it. I, I don't love know that what movie. that is. But he, he is played himself it's in that movie. movie. Yeah, it has Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. Oh. Yeah. Are, so you a, are you a Hudgens fan? I didn't know. Music oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, you said that in a yeah, way of like, yeah, it yeah, has fucking Vanessa Yeah, what do you fucking think? Come on. She was in... You know, that Spring Breakers. I mean, she's great in Spring, Spring Breakers. Breakers. Yeah, she yeah. she's great. I mean, I'm willing to yeah. be sold on the fact that Vanessa mm. Hudgens is this is awesome, like DiCaprio esque right? star that you seem to she be is. implying. But I don't know. I've never heard of that <laughs> um, movie. Oh, I God damn, okay. I was like sitting here, like, what is Vance Land? When what year yeah. was that? Oh uh, nine. Um, okay, so a few years after, yeah, yeah after this his film. last actual like you know official appearance was a post uh, hummus. Hummus. Post hummus. Post, how do you, has that word oh, pronounced? Oh, post... Um, posthumous? Post... Uh, I can't even think of it. Posthumous? Posthumous. Right? Posthumous. Yeah. He, well, he died posthumous. in like 2014. Yeah. Right, yeah. He appeared in uh, as Philip Jeffries' character from Twin Peaks um, mm. in The Return oh, as well, too. Or archive footage, obviously. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot he was uh, in Because he was in uh, Fire Walk With Me as Philip That's Jeffries. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, the quote I was looking for was, Man's reach does not exceed his grasp. Man's grasp... Exceeds his nerve, and it's like ah, I love that. So good. Oh, that's such yeah. a good fucking. That's line. pretty awesome. Yeah. You turned into John Lennon there at the very end. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I lost it. I was like, oh, I got it, and I got <laughs> too. <comfortable."> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. Let's talk about the more more obvious because um, we're talking about Nikola Tesla. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about more obvious uh, comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nikolai Tesla versus Thomas Edison. Edison, um, yeah, that rivalry. So I don't know thing, much rivalry. at all about this. What what do you, what do you have on on this? Oh, you know, Tom Thomas Edison is um, he's a smart guy. He's really intelligent, but he's an asshole. Mm, um, yeah, definitely. he's definitely the showman. Like he is the the uh, Hugh Jackman, mm, and yeah. Christian Bale is the Nikolai Tesla. Yeah. Um, that's why that's why it was interesting to have Hugh Jackman interacting with uh, Nikolai Tesla because he's like, you make this for me and I'm going to take it and I'm going to do like what I want with it. Mm. While Nikolai Tesla worked for Thomas Edison and yeah. he was like, Nikolai Tesla was like making shit for Edison and Edison would repackage it and, you know, really like bring it up and market it really well. And he's like a great businessman. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. God, he actually so had a lot to do with... Oh, sorry. Go yeah, on, sorry. and he then, had a lot to do with yeah. early film too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, really? Yeah, he know. made kinetoscopes and stuff like that for the early. And then whenever like theaters would mm. try to like again try to like you know do something similar, he would actually employ thugs mm. and send them out and like they would Ed- bash Edison? these theaters yeah. up. Yeah, Ed- yeah, Edison's, pretty great. That's wild. Yeah, Edison's an asshole, but yeah. he was he was very he was very good at like making money and being that showman. Yeah, well, know? that's so interesting too because I'm thinking this is actually reminding me a lot of. Uh, did you see the founder? With Michael Keaton, I mean, uh, it's based on the story of McDonald's, but right, it's like, right. uh, the, like the the birth of McDonald's is the same thing, where it's like these two brothers who are very much like they care about the craft, like they mm. they uh, make 
uh, for example, one of the the things in the movie is like they make all their milkshakes milkshakes from ice cream, and then like one of the the things that gets changed when Ray Kroc, who uh, basically stole McDonald's from them, started franchising it. And he is who everybody thinks is the quote unquote founder of McDonald's, even though he stole it from them and they pretty much mm. got nothing out of it. Uh, he like, he like, uh, started using like powder milkshakes, which like mm. they still use today and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's so fascinating how it's like a timeless mm. cycle of like two sides of, yeah, the creators of well, something. it's mm-hmm. it's funny, yeah, because Nikolai Tesla and Edison worked together, and they they did too, like mm-hmm. um, Bale and Hugh Jackman. They yeah, worked yeah. together at the beginning, helping mm-hmm. each other out, and then they broke apart, and now it just became like this very vicious, like comp- competitive thing. Like mm-hmm. like Thomas Edison literally took. I think he took because like um, Thomas Edison was a was a guy who want, who wanted to use direct current. And uh, Nikolai Tesla invented uh, alternating current. Mm-hmm. Alternating current is vastly superior, but um, at the time, uh, Edison actually had this terrible uh, marketing ploy to take down alternating current by running an AC, the a- AC on an elephant and killing it. And <laughs> wait, what? Uh, there are so many layers to this that I, I don't know. He just like, ran an alternating current like through an elephant to kill it, like a, like electricity. Just say like alternating current is unsafe. It'll kill you. It'll well, kill you. That's the movie yeah. portrays something similar where mm. like you have the Tesla coils and everybody's like freaking yeah, out. Like, oh, fuck. And they even insinuate totally safe, that one like, of yeah. the guys in the crowd is like Edison's guy, right? Because yeah, right, he's like, yeah. what? This guy's a hack. This guy's not yeah. safe. Like that's mm. super interesting. Yeah. It was probably in it. Yeah, that was probably an Edison. Probably Edison's sure, guy. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like throughout the movie, you know, mm. and yeah, there's like a shadow of him like throughout the movie where it's just like, you know, he's being or at least when they get to the Tesla, like, you know, the storyline, you know, that's when there's a shadow of Edison hiding over it. Because I think there's two people outside the hotel, too, at one point. Yeah. So, yeah. Those guys, yeah, Edison's man. So, I mean, just bringing it back to like the movie, it's like a it's such the movie doesn't totally justify either side. Right. Like, no one is yeah. good or evil. Yeah. But um it's like this kind of struggle between like what is the most correct philosophy like to to do anything like like with filmmaking or yeah. even just like inventions or yeah. anything it it is you know? multiple seasons mm-hmm. of this podcast like yeah. it's it's something that we talk about like it's all of our arguments about mm-hmm. Spielberg and Kubrick it's yeah. like like I think this is better because blah blah blah, mm. and it's like it's so fascinating that this movie kind of like uh, contextualizes that argument mm. like so well because it's like you have to like like you have to be able to market something right, mm-hmm. but then it loses loses its like its inherent uh, value mm-hmm. because if you market it. Um, you you have to cater to the interest to of everyone. Yeah, right, for sure. exactly. And then, I I mean, it, it's I think Nolan is even on a meta level, he has that internal struggle within himself because he knows sure. that he needs to be the Spielberg, but he also wants to be the Kubrick. So he has this weird, interesting hybrid, and we probably even talk about that with Inception. You oh, know, having sure, that yeah. sort of splice between the two. Well, going know? back to what we talked about at the beginning, where this and Inception are kind of doing different things about film. I think, like, 
I think what this one is ta- this one is struggling with is like the philosophy, the philosophy, of it. yeah. And then Inception is like the process and the like how the, to insert the piece, an idea. the piece between the two. I think, yeah, you know for what sure. I mean. And uh, man, God. piece between the two, the piece, the piece between the two philosophies. Like we can yeah. still have a fun movie that appeals to general audiences but Which also it did. Have, inception made hundreds of millions right. of but also has the layers yeah, that sure. all you all all the purists out there would be like oh man there's a lot of cool stuff going on here that i can like you know rewatch and and uh it doesn't feel like he's sacrificing himself in, in a way you know yeah it, it and i think that's why nolan's ultimate goal is now it just seems like that's his he he doesn't want to um i mean if i'm looking at his filmography i guess like he still wants to appeal to a mass audience without yeah. sacrificing artistic vision right yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah it's 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 like uh god man yeah the more i think about it like the prestige is this fascinating like personal right like dive into like what he wants to be as like an artist, right? right. And yeah. it's like, it, it, and it's so funny that um, it's kind of that he made this after doing one. Batman. Yeah. Like he made yeah. this app right after doing Batman. But I guess that's uh, interesting. That's pretty. Like I didn't. Yeah, yeah. he mm. he actually did have this, uh, and, and we should say that this is based on a book. Like this is right. the only. Is that right? This is the only Nolan movie that. Insomnia is, was Insomnia was also based a, on another movie, a, a movie Swedish yeah. movie. Was it Swedish. based on a book as well? I don't know. I think uh, it might have been a book too, but I know I'm it was gonna, a movie. Definitely I'm gonna look that up real quick. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. Y'all stall. No, yeah. <laughs> stalling, um, we're just stalling, stalling boys. Wasting time. Uh, but yeah, so <sighs> the thing is, he and his brother. It's the opposite of Memento on this one, where uh, Nolan found this book and was like, "Hey, Jonathan, uh, what do you think about this?" Like, um, let's. You didn't, you, what? Um. Hey, Jonathan. Oh, hey, Jonathan. Uh, or is it Jon? He goes on Jonah. Jonah. Oh, hey, Jonah. Jonah. Um, I found. I read this book called The Prestige, and uh, oh, is it a fucking magic book? Have you Have you seen interview? We haven't talked yeah. about this. Have you seen interviews with his brother? Yeah, his brother's American. Like, how are these guys yeah. brothers? Related, yeah. Because yeah. like Jonah's like, oh, what the fuck? In the fuck? He's like cussing, and it's like, but he also uh, doesn't have weird. a British. I mean, I've read. Yeah. I've seen interviews with Jonah Nolan who are like. He's sounds American, like he's he, oh, he's American, American. Yeah, yeah, he was but raised like, in America. But yeah. like you know, um, you you know, Nolan is a whisper, like oh, the the filmmaking process of about yeah, yeah it's just like it's what the fuck is it's going on? So funny, dude, because it's like mm. it's like oh, I get why their parents got divorced because it's it's <laughs> like because like, like one raised Christopher Nolan and the other raised Jonathan Nolan, and they seem like very different, very guys. different people. Yeah, uh, but obviously we're great together. Um, and but yeah, geez, Wait, it took yeah, me like yeah, ten well, minutes to get this. The, uh, yeah, what are you going to finish? Your uh, oh, I was just going to say that like uh, it, this was early on. This was uh, right after Memento mm-hmm. that they actually found this book and actually started writing it. Mm-hmm. So they they actually wrote it for a long time, and then Chris was like, "I think they want me to make a Batman movie," and so mm-hmm. I think that was one of the Oops. stipulations. Okay. Right? Was like, "I'll do this Batman movie yeah. if." You let me do my magic Chris, movie. My magic movie. My magic yeah. Mike movie. My ma- um, magic man. Magic Mike directed so, by. So since we're there with Jonah Nolan, what do you think of Jonah. like the the uh, context of brothers and their relationship and the controversial relationship with Matthew Nolan? 
Yeah, is that his name for sure? Because you said I that last time, and I wasn't sure that was his yeah, name. Yeah, it's Matthew. But do you know about this, John? I do not. We, what what is this about? We're going to explain this on every yeah. episode now, I guess. But like, well, I mean, you can okay, you the, can edit this out if you want. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess. Maybe, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't want to kind of look it up right now and like hold up the podcast. No. So what is the just what do is the it? quick version, Brent? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's just that they have a brother who uh, was allegedly allegedly this is all allegedly this is all was up in the arrested air. Um, years years and years ago. I think he's their older brother uh, who was a con man and who allegedly uh, killed somebody. Um, mm. uh, on one of the islands off of the coast of uh, like the East Coast, and so I I think it's a fascinating. I wish we could have John's face yeah jo- John's on face right now is yeah. very surprised. But like isn't we're not that even a f- fucking kidding. Yeah, no, it's it's like it's this is all we got to say allegedly because it's allegedly. like the, a lot of people have talked about this. Mm. There are like deleted news sources. Um, yeah, deleted, really deleted, odd. dead links. It's odd, man. Yeah. Um, so I hope I don't huh. get assassinated by Nolan squad. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the Emma, Nolan Emma bros Thomas. are going to come out in uh, full force. <laughs> yeah, so there's yeah, a, Warner the Brothers third just one, oh, and he's the older one of, uh, you know, of Jonah and Chris. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's almost like... Uh, they got like a Christian. They have like a Christian Bale sort of thing going on here. I mean, you know, the thing. The thing that's fascinating, man, is like, what is a con man? Con is short for confidence, man. It's like mm-hmm. all of, almost all of fucking Nolan's movies are about quote unquote confidence, Conf- man. Yeah. And it's so Inception, interesting yeah. that Following. there is this personal tie allegedly uh, to somebody who has done things like this, mm. and. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, this, this season's interesting because we're like kind of, I feel like cracking open the psyche of like Nolan a little yeah. bit, like this guy who's like a very personal, um, and maybe we can talk about that too, because mm. I think it does relate to uh, the characters in this movie, but like Nolan is notoriously a guy who like works a lot, but it's like when he's not on set, when he's not filming, like on every weekend, he's like, he... Uh, what I've heard, so allegedly again, but like um, I've heard that he like literally shuts his phone off like the entire time yeah. he's with his family. He is like, I'm with my family. He doesn't even when I'm have with a my phone. Family. He doesn't have a cell phone. That's apparently. it, right? They yeah. call his wife, who's yeah. the, his producer on everything. He just like, which is another crazy. Phone. Oh, yeah, God. it's crazy, man. Like he, I think he has figured it out. Like I think he's figured out how to be like a true artist entertain people and also have that like work life balance. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. God damn. I would I'm be honestly, if I went to his levels, I'd probably get rid of my cell phone too. Honestly, because like yeah. you look at like all those fucking celebrities and they don't shut the fuck up on a lot of things. And everyone listens to them and gets them in trouble. Yeah. And all that. I would just For get sure. off Twitter, it's get too, off Instagram. It's, it's a, yeah, man, it's, it's, not a, worth it's a cesspool. It. Yeah. Like don't even wade into it. Just yeah. like, and and it's so funny because I think we talked about this mm. on Memento maybe or maybe it was even off mic off the podcast but like he's one of the last directors that actually still has a like mythical status in some regards because like every other director and creator it's like they're almost I mean that's what the internet and social media and stuff does is it like flattens the landscape right. everybody's right. equal yeah. mm-hmm. but it's like Nolan is this guy who is very quiet he's soft spoken he's not in the public eye a lot mm-hmm. um, he only shows so, his face whenever he's making a movie like, yeah to promote it a little time, bit yeah. you know and to say like oh I didn't know who Harry Styles was did you see that video of like yeah. him saying like it's his so daughter adorable. freaked out when he like yeah. it's like it's uh, he's so like removed from 
mm. all of the bullshit around being a, a director and stuff yeah. now, but like he's just focused on like doing the actual, you know, filmmaking craft of it. Right, yeah. And in that way similar to Bale, I guess, but mm. without fucking his family over basically, and, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah wild. that's really uh, that's interesting. I hadn't done a whole lot of research into Nolan. I know that I know that he's a giant, like you know, I wouldn't even say introvert, just because you really don't know. Oh, he's introvert. Him. As hell, I guess yeah. he is introvert, but it's only yeah. Yeah. that goes to the fact that, like you, that what you said, there's no like you know record of him, I guess, on the grid other than a couple of like you know the stuff that everybody knows, and apparently yeah. the stuff that nobody knows. I didn't know about it's, his brother Matthew. That's fucking. Have crazy. you seen? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, not he, Brent. Fucking, I didn't know about it until. Well, this I, season. I got this from the the uh, Blank Check podcast. I oh, okay. talk about it all the time, but they yeah. did a Nolan miniseries about all of his movies. And they 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 brought that up a couple times too. They uh, said it with confidence, like as fact, and that's why Adam was like, "I don't know if it is," and I was like, kind of backstepping a little bit. And I did my um, research, and it's all sketchy, man. It's it's, it's like weird. Sketch. And we talked Second about it last hand. week, yeah. where it could be sketchy because it's yeah. true, and they don't want certain things to be right. known, or, or it could be sketchy because being... it's not true, and they are trying to just get rid of it from. Yeah, you right. Know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, so, so that's why I, I'm, I'm on the totally neutral like i don't know yeah. i don't believe it i'm I don't on the allegedly it. it's interesting to talk yeah. about yeah i, I think <laughs> it's yeah definitely yeah. cool yeah. and <laughs> it does like, like it does kind of conspiracy kinda, thing yeah. it does kind of like i guess influence what you guys are talking about because it is like you know you do see those themes in this you know you the theme of brotherhood or like you know brothers in general sacrifice like sacrifice too, to the art for your art yeah that's a, a mm. giant theme in the movie yeah. which i guess we all do you know mm. sort of in a way yeah, I mean these guys yeah, we do, do sacrifice more than uh, yeah. what? What other movies do that besides Whiplash? Because I know there are like other movies that are all about that, and I just can't. Uh, Black right Swan. Now. I'm assuming. Like, oh, yeah. oh like, for a big sure. One like that's that. the yeah. big one. And the wrestler. Anything? The wrestler. Yeah. You know, well, because those were one movie at one. Yeah, point, they're companion. Like, they're the companion pieces. Uh, yeah. So, so Aronofsky. To, I mean, you mentioned him at the beginning. Like he, um, he's wrestled with that. The wrestler, but um, yeah, he's danced with that idea, huh? When yeah. Black Swan, <laughs> he took that out on the dance floor <laughs> yeah, and exactly. uh, wrestled with it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, somebody kill me! But we all know, I mean, those themes we were talking about earlier, like we, we all, I mean, I know people like that. Like I know I have, you know, I have friends and you know that like you know believe that art should be this one thing, and then like you know I also have a different idea of what it should be i guess feel like that's what the yeah. core of it is really like is it is it about pleasing yourself and just like hope putting it out there and hoping that people enjoy it or is it yeah. about actually like yeah. you know I, the whole point is for people to enjoy yeah, it and I, I i think we uh like i we, we talk point, about that yeah. a lot like the philosophies of each side and what it means but it's like to get personal i guess a little bit it's like the people like uh Angier and like Borden, like those people in real life, like you, we've all known people like that. And I can, I can, I can at least speak for myself where I'm like, I'm jealous that they have that. Like, I'm jealous that because not everybody does, not everybody has like the total drive, the total determination to like get something done and to like not care about the, uh, uh, you know, you're not going to make sacrifices. You just are going to get this thing made. It's like, I don't know. It's like personally, maybe that's too personal. I don't know, but it's like I've I've felt like jealous of people like that. You know, the ones who make the sacrifice. Yeah, well, the ones that are yeah are like willing totally to sacrifice devoted. so yeah. much, totally mm. devoted. Oh. Like whether it is the Jackman or the Bale, the Bale honestly, one? you know, because I, I I don't know in that regard. I I don't really identify that much with like with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, as as mm. far as like 
yeah, like how far each of them will go to. Well, it goes know, back to kind of like what Fight Club was talking about on, on you know, the last mm-hmm. episode is that whole concept of self-destruction to be like free, you know, like you can't, yeah. you can't achieve like the thing that you wanted without destroying yourself, you know, completely. Yeah, totally. You know? mm-hmm. For sure. I guess I mean, like Fight Club would be kind of, um, kind of a good relatable thing to this movie in yeah, a sense. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Like yeah. uh both same with like Whiplash and stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah, both like very well executed movies. Mm. See the thing is like Fight Club's interesting because it's it's I a little the bit negative. more about identity. Yeah. But but this one is too. Like it's definitely playing with like those themes also. Uh but I well, think yeah, it's because more... his destroy they literally destroy their own individuality, the twins Mm-hmm. And then Hugh Jeffrey literally kills his self himself, every yeah. time times, he does yeah. the trick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so funny to see the ending scene is so good because the, the between, um, you know, um, depressive bail and uh, Hugh Man. Jackman. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And then he, cause he just had shot him, Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like, well, you know, I, you don't know what sacrifice is, you know, they're both like telling each other that yeah. and they're, they're totally not on the same wavelength. Yeah. Yet. But they, they both fully believe it. They fully yeah. believe it. Cause yeah. it's like Hugh Jackman believes that he sacrifices because he has like, yeah. right. He mm-hmm. literally like fucking kills himself. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's severed for the, for the magic. A, right. A hundred yeah. times he's died mm-hmm. and he's to never, do this, do these shows. Yeah. And exactly. then Bale, he literally like gets rid of, their yeah. individuality like he has to go through like he has to, he lost his wife well mm-hmm. one of them did and they have to keep that secret Do it. yeah they keep going and it's like yeah both it's like it's so yeah it's two sides of the same coin it's so interesting to yeah, see wait, that and it's like the uh um, the dynamic, dynamic, dynamic yeah the dynamic yeah. between the two and it's like yeah. the uh what what is their line that um we we've both lived half a life and that was okay for us. Like they both accepted that that's fine for us, Mm -hmm. but it's not okay for them. The people in their life, it wouldn't be. It's like, uh, you're clearly two different people, but, but via the way the movie is set up, like we don't know that. Um, one person even killed, I mean, the wife kills himself because she finds out this, like, this revelation. So, like, so that's hell? something that I didn't realize until last night that Rebecca Hall's character, like she, so she knew that it was two guys. She yeah, knew she that it was brothers. I don't know if she knew. That. I don't know if she knew, but she, she knew. Just, she just knew that she couldn't handle the switching of his personalities. Okay. Yeah. I thought she, she knew. Just, I yeah. took it as like she knew because she Cause said like she, I know. The, the thing and is like, the, the camera lingers on her a couple times in a way that, it feels like the movie is saying she actually knows, right? But like, yeah. I don't know. But we never get she, that. Yeah, we never. You get don't the get the actual, final, the final yeah, thing. The final. I took it no. as that like she actually knew because of a. I mean, they. I'm assuming they've been married for a couple of years because they have a, like you know a toddler daughter. So like you know you yeah. can only keep that act up for so long until like someone no, starts. No, they're totally like, committed. Totally committed. But the thing is, like, you would still see start to see the cracks, and she was seeing the cracks when they were first got together. She was saying like you know. The um, thing is, like, know, they're fully. She, I love you. Here's the thing: they're fully committed, but they're yeah. really not because it's yeah. like well, if they were fully committed, they would communicate better no, they're, in terms. They're of, fully committed on the superficial level. They're not committed on the emotional level. Ah, that's there's that's a the, difference. There's the rub, yeah, because they, they don't care at all in terms of like yeah. 
Because there's the scene where she, uh, he's like, well, I have to go do my chores. And she's mm. like, you promised we'd go to the zoo. And he's yeah. like, well, we're going to the zoo. the zoo. It's like that motherfucker promised yeah. you this. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's it's super funny. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, but I, I to me, it was just the, those little scenes of her like kind of knowing the, the emotions of who she likes. Mm. And then knowing that they were yeah. kind of switching a lot. And I was just See, thinking like over the yeah. course of years, you would kind of. And I guess this is like, you know, a suspension of disbelief I hear. Like, you know, kind of just playing, mm. you know, going into play is that you kind of have to wonder, like, she probably did find out at one point, maybe she took a look at, like, a diary or something, or maybe she, like, you know... Oh, no. Put three or four In the things... the way that it's set up, yeah. like, he would never, like, like have show anything. It, yeah. I guess, well, he has I guess, ciphers and shit like that on I guess it stuff. is that it doesn't matter, like, mm. because... Right. Mm-hmm. But I believe that she knew, and that doesn't matter whether it was two brothers the thing is she or knew, he had a she split, knew personality. split personality. She yeah. knew on an emotional level, yeah, not on a yeah. superficial level. For sure. I guess so, I, yeah, because so. she, yeah. she actually does say, she stop says, performing. That's all yeah. she says. She's like, and stop she, performing. She also just, she keeps telling, like, you, I know you love me on this day. Like, but, yeah, but I don't, like, you know. Yeah, it on some other yeah. days you love the magic more, you yeah. know. So... Yeah. To me, like, I don't think she found out explicitly. She just couldn't fucking handle, like, the... For sure. The, the, the duality the, of the that duality. Shit, yeah. yeah. Even, like, in... Um, what it, when he, when he, when he, uh, he was reading his diary, his mind... Like, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman was saying, like, his mind was split and all that. Yeah, his like, soul was yeah. conflicted or something. So even like that, yeah. when they do, like, personal journals, like, they keep to the idea of one person. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's right. There's that scene early on when... Uh, I think he's going... He's on the train to go see Tesla at that point, And he's like... He, he's like... He, he can't make up his mind. Like, every other page is... Uh, right. contradicts the pr- the prior one. It's like right. like all the clues are like laid out like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, That's uh, the only reason why I don't think she ever. Like, she actually uh, like actually physically knew. Yeah. Knew, yeah. For I sure. mean, well, yeah, well, I guess so. I ke- I keep forgetting that Rebecca Hall kills herself at the end. I don't know why that doesn't always stick with me because like at the end it's like. Wow, you don't care about Borden people killing. Died. Huh? You don't care about women Ooh. killing themselves. Oh boy! Oh boy! Wow! Wow! <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. Just just take it up some <laughs> yeah, exactly. some time just to let you process just, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now that now that see, line see. is gonna be chopped out of the episode and put into like a, a fucking like vice article. Um and white supremacist uh cis hit hit podcast gender. host uh <laughs> infers he doesn't care about suicidal women. Um yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, because like in my head it's like it's almost like it's like, well, well, the, the bail that like mm. loves his wife and daughter lives at the end. Yeah. It's like the, the one obsessed with magic dies. It's like, mm. so he can kind of have a life still, but it's like, oh no, that's right. His fucking wife killed herself. Yeah, yeah. So like, not really because it destroyed her. You know, that reminds me, I want to ask you guys about what is, cause I haven't unpackaged it quite yet, mm-hmm. but what do you guys think about the theme of suffocation in this movie? Because there's a lot of suffocation going on, going on here. There's the, yeah. the suicide, the wife like drowning, drowning. and you're drowning, drowning. You know, yeah. Um, that's interesting. So suffocation then extending to, I don't know, like, like the significant theme. others' impacts on their mm-hmm. art and stuff like that. Well, even like Angier just like uh, he suffocates when he dies. Right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. I think it has. I mean, I mean that's a pretty cool. I didn't really think of it that way. Now, off the top of my head right now, I'm kind of just thinking, like, it kind of applies to the loved ones that they, you know, they employ around them. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, Brent, you, you're kind of right on that one. Like, it's kind of, 
the suffocation comes from, and I guess they're all suffocating, you know, they're kind of suffocating, they're trapped in their own obsession. So in a way, mm. they're like, you know, suffocating themselves. Yeah. Up until yeah. the point where, like, and you know, something obsession. breaks. Well, yeah. yeah, it's like they're, they're uh, like Scarlett Johansson mm. and um, uh, Rebecca Hall's characters, like, maybe suffocating them from, like, what they're truly focused on. But then again, like, Bale mm. and uh, uh, Jackman are, like, kind of suffocating their relationships to death by right. being You're so right. obsessed with the art, you know? Yeah, suffocating themselves with the art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it, it's, a, it's exemplified with the. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman's wife at the beginning, like wanting to make the act better with the knot, and uh, going too far, right to where it ends up killing, killing them, like consuming too much, and then you know, drowning, drowning, yeah, in, you know, for sure, mm. yeah. And she she gets out before it before it even gets like mm. insane, really, like before the guys are just like shells of who they. Uh, yeah, previously mm-hmm. were, and uh, then yeah, and then the fact that Jackman keeps like at the very end, the final scene of like that gallery of fucking like you know of clones of dead clones, like oh, Jackman man. is kind of like you know he keeps a reminder of that suffocation, really, mm-hmm. like, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, you know, they're all like just of, like I mean, it yeah. is like hidden away under the like. There's the scene where they're like putting one of the dead Jackmans yeah. like in like under the stage, and there's like a tarp over it, and that could just be obviously to hide it from people saying like. Is this guy killing himself every night? What the fuck's going right, on yeah, here? Exactly. Yeah. The only reason why I say this is because like the suffocating thing, it's like you could kill the guy like easier than like having five hundred gallons of water and every fucking night and yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like there's a special reason why why it is. Because it, it, it there's a it could it it's could a connective be, tissue to also yeah. his wife as well. Yeah. That's true. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm. That's like the interesting, like. Well, that's what uh, Michael Caine was referencing when he was talking to that one guy, the uh, seller or whatever, right? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This thing had a special significance between the two. Well, yeah. I think I figured it out too because there's the scene literally right after Julia, I think is her name, played by Piper Perabo, after she dies, where. Jackman is literally trying to drown himself in his sink. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he like falls on the floor. Right. It's yeah, dude. It's totally like symbolic. Like that's why he wants to he wants to die the same way as his wife. He's right. like, if I'm gonna go out, I want I'm gonna go fuck, out. man. God, that's, this movie's that's so kind good. of beautiful in a in Yeah, it way. is in like a yeah. really fucked up yeah. like way. It's romantic as hell. You know what I was yeah. thinking last night? <laughs> this movie so after like the scene after this movie ends. Like ki- like kickstarts an alternate universe where cloning is possible because like people are gonna find all those fucking clones like Bale died there or no Bale didn't die but Jackman got shot there uh, Bale killed Jackman, Jackman there yeah. people are gonna find all those fucking Hugh Jackmans it's all those dead Hugh Jackmans or maybe not and I mean, it's it, like it's burning what are you at the very think? end that's like, a funny like thought to think. I don't know yeah, I just thought like awesome. what is like, the world yeah. after this because like everybody's gonna be like. This guy had like a hundred fucking clones of himself so under this. You know, the thing that they're probably going to go for is that the fact that Nikolai Tesla himself ah, they find his device. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> no. In reality, is that he had a bunch of inventions that nobody like knows about. Ooh, that interesting. That was never like released and shit. Yeah, yeah something like that. That's pretty cool. I think yeah. the book um, to go off in a little small to like kind of add to this, like you know. Um, 
hypothetical, like what happens next afterwards. The book actually does that. It's actually not oh, the yeah. same ending as the movie. That's the book Im- the book implies that there's a because it it's a story that's read back through diary entries in you know uh, from present day. It's implied that the person who's reading these diary oh, entries right. is yeah, yeah, yeah. Angier still oh, in present day. Are doing some like fucking, Whoa. fucking Titanic shit? Yeah, like he's still around. Like the motherfucker keeps cloning himself. Because apparently one of the whoa, clones... Whoa, whoa. I like that. One I of the like clones the is actually that. like... Because at the end of the book, uh, that one goes in a different direction um, where the, you know, the way the clones happen. Like in that one, I think one Angier dies because of the effect. And then the clone is actually like kind of ghostly and like deformed. Oh, because shit. of it, and then I would love to see some of that. That's and good. then I think Borden's character kind of meets like a similar fate, but Angier's left alive, or like the clone Angier's left alive, and he's like all he's kind of like existential, and he prepares to clone himself again in hopes that it'll fix him or that it'll kill him. And then the book ends basically implying that like you know he's still alive, like Angier. There's some form of Angier still alive today. Mm. Which is like a crazy kind of like little yeah, more this sci-fi is, this is, ending. They don't yeah. say the year, but this is like roughly a hundred years ago, like, right? Yeah, like eighteen ninety nine. I think that at that one point they say like the industrial oh, revolution oh. for sure. Yeah, the industrial revolution, mm. which is like a really interesting time. Uh, I, I watched like one special feature I had time for today, mm. but it was like talking about Nolan was basically talking about how fascinating of a time it was. Mm. Um, how there were like all of these just inventions popping up, uh, and like obviously the biggest one being like electricity and uh all of that at the at this era and he just wanted to like dive into that with with mm-hmm. this story mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i uh watched the same special features and the <laughs> yeah. the um production uh designer he i, I just thought this was kind of cool he wanted to go for like uh, uh victorian tokyo which is interesting oh yeah because i heard them uh wow. he was talking about the yeah advertising mm-hmm. and covering everything in like the hard sell it really advertising busy and very confusing yeah. and just all the, all these change rapidly happening. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah. Um, very cool. Very cool. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about the performances a little bit. Um, yeah, for sure. Cause I think Jackman, this might be like my favorite Jackman performance. And like, I love Logan, but, sure. um, this is probably, I like this better than Logan. I think, I think I do too. Uh, the thing is Logan, Logan is a showier performance, I think, but what he's doing in this movie is like really nuanced. And, um, especially when like he's yeah. playing his doppelganger, uh, it's just like allowing yes, I'm on the great Danton. I'm the great Danton. It's like him just <laughs> hamming it up. Yeah. Uh, He's and, having fun with that. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. dude. And he's he's like a guy who can get super duper hammy. Like, <laughs> hey, we 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 we've all seen Kate and Leopold. Like, we we Kate know how hammy Mister Jackman can get. Jesus he's someone Christ. like you. Isn't Great that the, the, in that movie. Uh, someone like you is a it's an Ashley Judd movie with Hugh Jackman in it. I've never I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. Movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's only someone up. like you would know would that. Watch That's that movie. True. Yeah. That's because um, you watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of Ashley Judd movies. You're right. I do. Ashley you, Judd. You're Judd. You're Judd. I'm a Judd. Fan. I'm a Judhead. Judd we head. all were you're in the Judhead. I we all that. were in the '90s, yeah. and the '90s yeah. have come and go. Oh, they have come and gone. <laughs> Any type of Judd is is right up my alley. Uh, mm-hmm. Judd Nelson. Um, Ashley Judd. Um, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. There Ugh. you go. Uh, what's her, what's her name? Something Judd. Who's the country singer? Judge. 
Judd. Winona Judd? I don't know. <laughs> it's, something, <laughs> it's something like that. Uh, oh, Can't pretend man. to even know. Um, Judge, Ju- Judge Judy? But Judge. it's like, I, I, <laughs> Judge I almost... Dredd. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what's kind of fascinating about Hugh Jackman is like he's kind of been the best case to look at an actor who takes a comic book role and like how it affects their career, like their acting, like filmography, because it's like like he he's had like the longest gap of time playing a comic book character. And he's right, always yeah. got to be right? jacked, man. Yeah. Oh, he's always jacked. I've man. always Dude, said he's like yeah. the modern day, and this is kind of weird to say because like it. I mean, there's no comparison other than like the the surface level, but he's kind of like a like Bella Lugosi or like well, uh, no, I would Dracula. say like even like a modern like. A modern example of like Christopher Reeve, like who, uh, some guy who came in like and played like a comic book character for a long time and defined yeah. who he was, and did then he Reeve went on. Play, and, did he play Superman for a really long time? Because it was seventy eight. Oh yeah, he Superman. played him all the way to like eighty eight, eighty nine. So like ten like years. 10, yeah. So like, and we're, movies, get, we're getting there with movies. like MCU, but like I mean X Men one to Logan. Jesus Christ, yeah, that's that's, that's like seventeen years, man. That's, that's exactly, yeah, and that's the point Crazy. though too, is because like you know, I mean, imagine I'm working not, out that hard for seventeen for a while. Years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he said I'm that too even when it was not coming just around. Like a fat fucking yeah. like like, like I'm after, done yeah. now. Bye, right? bye. Like Val Kilmer. Exactly I was gonna say Ru- Russell Crowe. Oh like, shit, just go yeah. full The thing is, I think he's worked out so hard. That like it's his permanent. body is like can't form back to a fat to person. Yeah, it's muscle memory. <laughs> yeah, of it's muscle. Like, it's like m- memory. Like muscle. he's like trying to eat all these cheeseburgers, and it's like it's not doing it. <laughs> I, I can't get fit. Well, he's yeah, he's Australian, right? That's yeah. bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so um, I don't know where I heard this. This is back to the movie, actually. Okay, I, I think Angier was faking the American accent just yeah, to was. be a showman. A showman. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because Lord yeah, Cudlow, cool, like right? at the very end, he doesn't speak in his American accent. Right, he does not at all. Oh, I, I love right. that. That's really cool. Because Cutta, Cutta, at the very end, instead of like yeah. the showman. Okay, that makes sense yeah. because uh, we, you and I were talking before mm. the podcast that uh, I, I don't, I don't, we don't love ScarJo in this. And, oh man, uh, I was, I was like, well, yeah, we. This is what we wanted to talk. Yeah, about, like, for like, sure. well, Hugh Jackman yeah. is using an American accent. Just let her use because, like. Her British accent, man, is not selling. Not it. that bad. And to be fair, I don't think the writing of her character but is see, great. See, yeah, this is where you're. This is a bit of a. It, it's reaching. I'll admit, it's reaching. Okay, but like Michael Caine had said, she's not much of a. She's not much. She doesn't have much experience, but. <laughs> Okay, so there's a meta explanation for yeah, but see, the and, but she's reality. nice to look at it, and you're just and ah. she is the like the um what do you, what do you call it the the distraction or the whatever distraction. number two. So yeah. you're distracted by her bad accent. I love how like we still don't know like we only yeah, know the I'm prestige. So, so, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? So like 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 she is like the distraction with her kind of bad like yeah. accent. And you're not paying attention okay. to his. All right. This is a little reachy. A little bit of a reach, but I but mean, I, it's kind of cool. And what backs that up it's is that her, cool. Okay, and this this is maybe part of the reason why I don't mm. love her in this too is that like her character is like re- the writing is not there yeah, for her. For like sure. she's not a character. Yeah. She is like a tool that is used by each magician to like get a. Get get something pretty For much, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so may, maybe that's why, like, she's not given the um, like. That's her. That's Rebecca the whole point Hall. of her character, anyway. Mm-hmm. She's just yeah. She's a tool, 
Well, Rebecca Hall has more like nuance to her anyway. And all her scenes are very emotional. Emotional, yeah. um, Yeah, and so that's why I kind of like excuse like the whole ScarJo. And it's not. It's not even the thing is she's not even. I don't think she's bad. I just think like. She's it's a little rough. Uh, yeah. She's whatever, and it's like it's like we we know we know she can do better. It's like come on, ScarJo. But can uh, she even do like a British accent well though? I don't know. Like it's I've never it's pretty bad in this movie. I think yeah, it's pretty. Her accent is it's rough. like real rough. Yeah, but she's nice to look at because she's, she's the oh, she's uh, beautiful in this movie, man. She's the uh, the thing. The you know what's crazy? This uh, she looks the same age pretty much. Like she's it's crazy. This came out thirteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she got her start really young though, because she was in, uh, get him young Harvey Weinstein. Boy, we have (laughs) dropped Weinstein's name. You know what I feel bad about guys? I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to issue an apology, like an hour 20 into our fourth episode of the season. I'm sorry for like my bits in our spy kids episode. They're really well, tasteless, and I feel bad ones? about them. My, like, Weinstein, like, abuse bits of, like, mm. uh, yeah, John just Kinda came back from the back bathroom into, this one, into yeah. a fucking uh, hell firestorm. Oh, um, this is great. But anyway, I, I apologize for that shit. Anyway, um, you know what time it is, guys? Mm. It's time to take a trip to the circus. Andy Circus in this movie <laughs> is... Uh, yeah. That's a great transition. That's a, <laughs> that was great. Uh, very he's, good. I always forget very he's Very smooth. This. Yeah, very I thought smooth. so. I thought it was fun. Uh, he's fucking great in this, and it's a reminder that, like, oh, that's right, Andy Circus is, like, a great actor, yeah, even general. outside of, like, being... Yeah, in general. general. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. a great, like, actor. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe he was that buff guy in Black Panther. Yeah. It's so weird to see him there <laughs> and here... And then as a monkey. Yeah. Don't <laughs> listen right. to my SoundCloud. What, what's his, uh, his, his SoundCloud Black yeah, Panther? He's like a true. SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, it's a, it's great. Oh, yeah, that's right. He <laughs> does <laughs> reference that. He's also in, like, I think 13 going on 30, which is like, you know. What? Um, I'm going to go ahead and confirm that right now, but I'm pretty sure he's in that movie. John, I've seen him. Did you have like a, like a, <laughs> you like drop a lot of like, uh, like rom, was no. Judd in that rom-com no. was Judd. There was, was that a Judd picture? It might've been a Judd movie. Let me see. That's, That's too funny. I don't think it was. No, That's a good movie though. Um, with, Ma- with, uh, Ruffalo, Zac real Efron. charming in that. What? Zac Efron. Is that what you said? Yeah. Wait, there, yeah, thirteen going on. Th- oh, you're you're mixing it up. With, ma- uh, d- dude, there's so many types of those movies. Wow, he did thirteen going on thirty right after Return of the King. Look, there's that. Oh my God. There's Freaky Friday. What else? There's, there's yeah. Um, body fucking, swap. Okay, those question. Your guys' favorite body swap movies. What do you got? I'm gonna say mine can first. You, Let me think. Can you list out a bunch? Right, because I'm only yeah. thinking of two right now. Ooh, okay. Freaky Friday. Okay. Can, can you search? Body yeah, swap body movies, swap John. Moves, yeah. John's gonna because I want to. I want to figure them out. I want to see. Yeah, what, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. another one? I mean, I know another one okay. off the top of my head. If you what? Yeah, one. the switch. The, the is, that, is that the Jason Bateman come movie? Bateman where it's all and, about them and, coming and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if there's. I've never seen it. But like, really I don't know like, if there's. I think it is. I think it's all about them coming into a cup or something. Unless oh, I've there's seen there's um what's what's that one with uh what's his name? You're right. Android and Android. No, Dan Aykroyd and Dan Aykroyd. and Eddie Murphy trading places. Trading places. Yeah, that's oh, one. that's um, like the original, right? I've, yeah, I haven't I'm seen just trying that to movie. Think of like different trading ones. places. Um, uh, the, the one up, that you thought Zach Efron uh, and Matthew, Seventeen again. 
What's Sounds pretty yeah, funny. 17 again. See, it's like 13. Go- Thirteen. They're all numbers. Yeah. numbers. Yeah. The change-up is called that. The Jason Bateman and, and Ryan Reynolds is called the change-up, not the switch. Excuse oh, me. Oh, the switch is the come one. Okay. Uh, the switch is might it, be the come one. Is yeah. it that Jesse Eisenberg one, the double or something? Is that one? The double know. isn't one. The is double is... Uh, you, know, you know, it's kind of weird. I've never seen it, though, so the I don't know. The double... It's not. No, they're no, too... Well, Actually, fuck that. That movie's its own weird thing. Okay. It's like one is like created out of nowhere. It's weird. I just found the best one. The fucking hot chick is a body switch movie, oh, and it Christ rocks. Christ, bro, heaven. Do you have a Do you have a list of uh, body swap movies? I John? do. I'm, I'm bring, I don't know yeah. how much okay. of these are actually body but swap like, movies, but like the yeah, I was, I was thinking them. big, big, but it's not. A, it's sort of. I mean, big is on it's, that it's, list. It's, Fuck, really? Scooby-Doo is right next to it, too. I don't know why. I mean, we should but define like, it as, like, you're switching Doom. places with, like, somebody else. Because he doesn't else. switch places with yeah. another person. With an, yeah, he, exactly. You don't... Yeah, because those are, like, becoming, like, something different, right? So... Yeah. Um, what, what else is on there? Not a whole lot of ones that would be, like, kind of, like, that other people would know. I mean, there's, like, Shrek the Third, which is probably a body-swapping plot. Yeah. Um, Scooby-Doo is the same thing. Now I just remembered it. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. is... A, there's a... There's sure. a you know a, a sure. plot a scene in the plot you know a scene in this movie where like they all swap swap bodies yeah um, the hot R- chick R- uh, R- raggy uh, wish upon a star like zoink scoop I'm uh, a zoink dog scoop. yeah as it, as as the list you know goes on they get more and more obscure we, we kind so. of already met interesting yeah. so I'm gonna say Freaky Friday I, I think Freaky Friday is a great oh, movie. yeah yeah there's like three versions of Freaky Friday uh, Lo- Lowen's last good or was Mean Girls after that was that still thick Lowen that was like pre thick Lowen. Oh. Cause that was well, was like, that was like kid Lowen, <laughs> so I don't Oops, sorry. But it was after the parent trap. I think I think Mean Girls was thick Lowen. Mulholland Drive is oh, on yeah, this. Yeah. Is that a body swap movie? Mulholland Drive. That's Mulholland on this Drive that's on not... this list. What? Is there anything Weird. I haven't seen Mulholland Drive? I've so seen like, it. I don't think I, love that I don't movie. think yeah, I don't think there is body swap. Are you sure? Maybe somebody just made like some fan theory that someone's yeah, like maybe, body maybe swap. David Lynch himself. Oh yeah, I guess put that kind in. of yeah, put that there. Yeah, kind of, but like <laughs> that's a bit of a like a stretch. Yeah, if I recall. Like, is yeah. it very, very, very minor in like they're like sort of? Well, in a way? there's like recontextualization of like things. Where you're like, oh, it was this person actually, sort of thing. Oh, so it's like, yeah. so is it, is I, I wouldn't the qualify then, I it yeah. as like. I'm a, talking like explicit. They, shit. I'm talking. Yeah. We get a scene yeah. where they walk to the bathroom naked, and they see and they, they look in the mirror naked. and go, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, they like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I, I guess by that admission, Seventeen again isn't a body swap movie because he turns into younger. Uh, uh, Matt, sure, yeah. Matt yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking friends, man. Matthew uh, Perry turns Matthew into Perry. Uh, to, Zach, to Zach Efron. Zac Efron. Uh, yeah, keep dreaming, hey, Matt. Imagine that. Yeah, like, imagine wish. what Matthew Perry thought during that fucking movie. Yeah, he's like, like let's no, talk I, about I, Matthew Perry. What is he up to? What's oh, that but, funny guy? J- John's What's Chandler. Be, J- John's up to? our Perry man. He's he's looking up Perry in the corner over here. <laughs> what, what is Chandler up to, man? I bet Matt Perry was like an like an EP on that movie. And they hadn't casted like his younger version yet, right? And he was like, "I'm, th- I'm thinking Efron, I'm thinking Efron." Right? He and, just like, thought the of himself. And like the director, like looks at the other producer and is like, "The fuck, I, uh, Matt? I, I don't know. Could I be less handsome?" Shit. The last thing that I, mean, like, I think Zach Efron's going to grow up to look just like me is all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that after Matthew Perry, Zach Efron like shoots himself in the fucking <laughs> face. So uh, and just takes a lot of alcohol, I guess. In this case, oh, yeah. oh god, yeah, Matthew yeah, Perry's he, like he a injects. recovering alcoholic, isn't dude? You know what's yeah. insane yeah. about That's Friends right. is that um, like his he, body size. Yeah. Well, no, he has said that 
he does not remember shooting like two thirds of the show because he was like he was so messed out on pills and fucking alcohol, man. I like him though. That's Chandler's insane. so right. funny in that Matt, show. No, though. Matt, Matt, Matt Chandler. Uh, you Matt know Chandler? What? Matt Chandler. <laughs> Chandler Perry. We love you. You're great. Oh my uh, god. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm glad he was on all those pills because he made a beloved character that America loves. Absolutely. <laughs> Matthew Perry, according to hey Wikipedia, hasn't done anything since 2017, uh, television wise. Movie wise, he his Ooh. last movie role was 17 again. In 09. To bring it back to prestige, Matt Perry, the actor, made the sacrifices necessary <laughs> on the set of Friends to make a beloved character to yes. make art that we all make love art. and remember yes. to uh, cost Netflix $100 million to yep, keep that the show. license yeah. for so one more year. What, what has Sober Perry given us? What has Sober Perry given us? He's I'm given glad us we're going down this avenue. The Odd Couple, probably. <laughs> 17 so. again. Yeah. 17. No, I don't know if he, I mean, I guess so, 17 Mr. Again. Sunshine, the, the beloved TV show. Uh, 30 uh, on, on Hill Street, or what's the, the, with the fucking show by, um, what's his name? The writer. Hmm. The guy who did Social Network. Oh, uh, Aaron oh, Sorkin? Um, Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin yeah. made Studio... 50 on the Sunset Strip, right? I think, yeah, yeah, is what it was. So the show we all love. The lesson, fellow dear listener, mm-hmm. is do some drugs and then, you know, get, sacrifice. Get, get loaded. Destroy yourself. <laughs> destroy your art's <laughs> going to be better for it. <laughs> if no, you survive, like, you're going to be epic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's what's so, that's, that's, honestly, that's the most interesting thing about art. Is that whole idea of yeah. what you're willing, like the starving artist, the the stereotype, right? Yeah, and that's what was interesting when I was. I mean, one of my favorite movies of last year was actually the house that Jack built. Um, it's that oh good, you know, uh, yeah, good, good. Yeah, I don't good recommend favorite. it to a lot of people, but Most if people. you're like, it, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I say that seriously because like it's it's not an easy movie to watch. Yeah, um, but it's a great exploration like this except it doesn't have the dual narrative it's just you know the whole auteur like theory like at a meta narrative of of like what is art and what you're willing to do for that art and what does it does art really matter to who's receiving it and should mm-hmm. you care you know mm-hmm. so it, it is it is like it, it's so weird because you know we as a society have like a normative um, idea of like an ideal being and a normative sort of um, state of being, mm-hmm. you know, like this sort of sort of neutral, like balanced person is like the ideal human. Yet we don't watch anything that really is about that ideal being, right? Yeah, we watch destructions and. And Conflict, the only way to man. see I mean, like those yeah. great things is people destroying themselves. You know I mean? That's that's something I've thought a lot about in like uh, even just like people I know personally, not to drop names or anything. Right, yeah. It's like none of our friends. I just want to say that like none of the people that like we all know and are friends with, but like some of the most talented people yeah. creatively that I've ever known, like that I've worked with and made stuff with, um, are like bad people. They're like shitty people mm. who. Um, uh, for one reason or another 
are shitty to people in their life. Maybe they've gone through something to become like Mm -hmm. that. I don't know, but it's like, that is an interesting thing Mm -hmm. where, um, and it's like, uh, you know, to, to become great in one, like one Mm -hmm. method to become like, to make something great is, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if that's tracking like the way that I intended, but no, like, no, it's, I mean, I, I get yeah, it. I, you know? I mean, when, when you think about like, I mean, you only have to do movies or art. You can just think about like, I don't know, Michael Phelps, right? He's an Olympic swimmer. Sure. Like he's amazing. in what he does in a very specialized like area of yeah. existence and I mean, least, I don't think yeah. he understands like the beauty of filmmaking or the beauty of physics or like, and I mean, just a lot of things like he doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't concern him, you know, and he made the sacrifice to not care about like those other things. Yeah. So he can be great in this one particular area. For sure. Yeah. Right? Well, and then he, mm-hmm. he smokes marijuana and therefore he's a sinner in God's eyes. Right. Yeah. And so right. therefore, uh, he's... <laughs> So in one, in one capacity, he is also a monster. Um, <laughs> a monster. Uh, but no, that's interesting yeah. too, because like that opens it up to like mm-hmm. outside of creativity alone. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, athletes, generalists and, and specialists, fucking like uh, thing, the whole yeah. me too thing, Kevin yeah. Spacey for fuck's sake, like yeah. people that are um, very that's talented. Also, yeah. Cause like, but are fucking yeah. garbage people, you know? Well, I mean, that's, that's what's interesting to see the coin f- the coin, uh, the side, two sides of the coin, because their their simplicity is is the um, is the so being so talented in one particular area. You know, that's the sim- that's the mm. simple part of them, right? So, like, you can easily yeah. say like Kevin Spacey, actor, amazing. You know, Michael Phelps, sw- swimmer, amazing. But then you 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 their their complexities as a person. I mean. You know, he's smoked some weed or whatever. Sinned in God. Yes. Or Kevin Spacey's, you know, like, complexity with, like, you know, being, you know, abusing people, right? Yeah, equally bad. And, and we have to, we can't, I'm like... Sorry. I gotta say, oh, wow. I mean, I'm on, a, I'm on like, a, a thing yeah. right now. Yeah. It, 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 it's just something sure. that is, like, so um, interesting to me because, like, you can only when you see someone do someone great you 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 put them in that box of like simplicity almost this and is they ignore thing, the complexity behind yeah. it yeah. and i mean that's even the thing with the even bringing it back to the movie like you're looking at christian bale and you're looking at hugh jackman as an audience member like watching a magic show and you see that they're only doing these magic magic tricks and you're ignoring that Christian Bale is having trouble at home. You're ignoring that. I mean, like if you're an audience member in there, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't care about him having problems with his wife. You don't care about Hugh Jackman literally killing himself every time or Mm -hmm. any of that because you're just watching the simplicity of the show. You know? Yeah, for right. sure. And then through through that lens, through that like audience lens, they would be like, "Oh, Jackman's the one," you know. But it's like by the by the time the movie's over, it's like he's mm-hmm. ultimately the one who is like, uh, <laughs> like not only <laughs> destroyed his life, but like uh, corrupted the laws of nature basically yeah. by the end of the movie. You and know, he to doesn't put on the regret best it because yeah, he yeah. he wanted to bring wonder 
to a terrible world. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pretty much, man. It's, 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 it's so, it's, it's very, very, very good. You know? Yeah. Very you guys, do you guys want to wrap up uh, thoughts on uh, Prestige? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> John, you got a, I mean, final thoughts on. Some final uh, thoughts on the Prestige. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice how, uh, or I haven't seen this movie um, all the way through in probably like about like a couple of years or so. So in. The re- Prestige to that, would have been oh I've God. never seen this movie all the way through and let that be like a reveal and we're like what the fuck that would have been yeah. a hell of a prestige sorry to cut you off I, yeah no it's it. cool um, <laughs> no it's fine I forgot where I was going with it no I'm just playing uh, <laughs> no um, I um, you I was kind of thinking about it you said earlier that this is your favorite Nolan film and I don't want to let like your thing influence mine like you know your your common influence my like you know thoughts on it but shit like this is a really cool like you know i've always kind of like since watching it uh you know in getting into film and actually you know having a you know you know taking an education in film and stuff like that like you it's always kind of dawned on me that it's kind of like a parallel to the to the art world and to like filmmaking um in general but never to that extent um mm. so like i i do feel like it's a stronger uh it's a stronger watch for me now than it ever has been um, I love the hell out of this movie. It, I don't. I still don't think it's my favorite uh, Nolan movie. Right. Um, I think yeah. that still belongs to uh, another Drum one. Roll. Insomnia. Drum roll. Well, Insomnia. Yeah. Not really Insomnia. I, I, I have a soft spot yeah. for Memento. No, um, Memento's Memento fucking rules, great. Yeah. yeah, it's just because Memento. When I saw that in college, like I, I literally watched that. Like that's all I watched for the duration that I had it checked out. Like mm-hmm. I rewatched it. And then I couldn't go, go, couldn't wait to go home again after class to rewatch it again. That's nice. That's and cute. It was, um, thank you. <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, like, I John mean that is, sincerely. Yeah. yeah, I mean that oh, very okay. sincerely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I knew. Yeah. Well, just yeah. good. I still want to thank wanna you. Sound, yeah, because yeah, like, like <laughs> well, I mean, I some rude. people could like interpret that as snarky or something, right? And you're just so, like, all right, fuck uh, you. Your, your turn now. No, yeah. I'm just playing. But um, <laughs> um, but the the this movie is like it blew me away every time i come out here i feel like i i watch movies that i should have seen like been watching like regularly beforehand mm-hmm. so i, I kind of want to thank you guys for always like kind of like throwing new insights and opening my eyes for movies that have already been on my radar it's just mm-hmm. either i've John. never got to or like you know rediscovering them again with fresh eyes and a, and a new perspective so. <laughs> i was gonna say uh, like kind of, uh, me laughing around it. i was gonna say john you're welcome Oh, yeah, man. I knew I you were like, gonna fucking say it. My bad. I, <laughs> I actually I heard it. you were about to say. That's why I laughed like preemptively because I knew you were gonna fucking, <laughs> fucking say that shit. I heard dude. you were gonna say something, and I, I was like trying to fish my thoughts. I know, so you can I know, get because I'm over Mr. Interrupto. Fucking actually, it wasn't the interrupting that was getting me. I was like, oh, he needs to talk. I was like, I'm trying to speed through it. So it's, <laughs> but um, uh, it's like no. Oh, Brett's gonna say something. But now, now this is snarky. Your welcome is done. That's cool. And no, that's pretty sick. Actually, yeah. That well, that's what brings. You know, I I mean, I can I'll speak for Brent as well. Like, I think that's what brings us a lot of joy is that like, I mean, I think I've said it on the podcast before, but being able to uh, to just even people who aren't who just listen and not on um, not on the show. They always say, oh, man, like, you really brought, like, a new perspective on, like, an old film, and I wanted to go rewatch it. And I think that's, like, super cool that we can have that impact on people and kind of share what we love about these films and what we yeah, hate yeah. sometimes, but, you know. For sure. You know, yeah, that's really that's badass. Cool. So. But it has that effect. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, so Prestige is, yeah, I think... 
I don't know, man. Like we've talked also about how like uh, I think it was the Tarantino PTA season about how there are different types of like your favorite movies by a director. And it's like mm-hmm. I think this movie, uh, the execution of it, uh, what like the different like all of the layers to it, how it's like a meta analysis of like film and storytelling and also like of the two main I mean, actors. That, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. like your favorite movies are movies about movies, right? So yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, good yeah. callback, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot that. And like, that's the thing that like I have thought <laughs> well, about like before. Barton Fink and you know, yeah, man. Yeah. Barton Fink is one of my favorites. Like I love movies about movies, whether it's like a movie Boogie that nights straight or, up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a movie that like takes place in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, or is about the actual craft. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a good connection, man. I didn't fucking think about that. Um, and yeah, and this movie, uh, even outside of that, like it's, it's just so fun to like be along for the ride and, Mm. um, like something like to go back to like what you love about movies, Adam, it's like, uh, how you like revisiting movies and that's what makes movies great. Dude, I was going to. I was going to say that. I was like, this is, I love these (laughs) movies. I'll let you speak about it more, but like, uh, it's very, Mm. uh, rewarding for multiple views. But, um, yeah. And it's just, uh, I, it makes magic cool, which like (laughs) fucking props, like thumbs up Nolan, you made magic. So you want to go out and like research Neil Patrick Harris and shit like that? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to get a suit and rush on down to the magic castle in Hollywood, but like, Uh uh, it's, I mean, not to hate on magic's fine. Uh, but they, they make it like very, very cool. And I love like, um, I love that it takes the turn at the end into like a metaphysical mystical direction. I think that's really fucking awesome. And, uh, uh, via Tesla, like played amazingly by Bowie. And, um, yeah, I, this, this movie is great. It keeps getting like, it, uh, I think I tweeted that like this movie keeps like climbing up my like Nolan rankings every time I see it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like at the top, even though I think other movies are more, on the base level, like face of them, like more entertaining. Mm. Um, I think this is like my, my favorite, like overall. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd probably just like say the same thing. Um, but yeah, like, uh, we were talking before. Um, yeah, like I, I've said it on the podcast previously. It's any movie that I have to see, more than one time, like usually skyrockets to like, you know, movies that I love. Like if, if I get one done, eh, you know, it, it's not really, it doesn't really pique my interest. But I mean, that's one of the things that I love about Nolan is that you, he loves this, like his, the recurring theme with him is like, he loves to recontextualize things. Like it's like, <laughs> oh, you thought yeah. it was this way. And then you know, you have to watch it again to really like understand like, Oh no, it was what was revealed at the end, you know, yeah. same with memento inception, mm-hmm. um, the prestige, uh, it's like the Dunkirk, in Dunkirk in a sense Batman's. too. Yeah. 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 yeah but, uh, um, yeah, I don't know if he has any recontextualization on, on Batman, but yeah. try to see like, what I think with yeah. rises a little bit and mm-hmm. a little bit. A little bit. Well, Dark they Knight they too, like yeah, all have bit. twists. Yeah, but it's like those are his most commercial films, obviously. Like, but he does try sure. to throw a little bit of a like a little, little paprika on it. Yeah, because yeah, the Dark Knight, I mean, mm-hmm. was made like you know, kind of like right after the mm-hmm. or like when it was made during it wasn't it was released mm-hmm. during Obama's administration, but it was made during like you know 
like the last leg of the Bush administration, which yeah, is like yeah. you know all this like the you know dying breath of the Bush yeah, legacy, like an, yeah. the extreme you know notions of what will you do to like mm. protect like you know like you know something that you love basically. Mm-hmm. I guess in this case it would be the country and you know Gotham City and stuff right, like that. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises when it's a little t- bit too ambitious. For its own good, but well, he didn't, um, he didn't, he didn't want to make it. He, yeah. make it. he I, I did think, not want to make it, but he yeah. tried to make it as as like as he proper as he, he as he as yeah. he could really. Yeah. He, he did what yeah. he could. I, I mean, it's uh definitely yeah, like he, a novel. Like it's like a it's. I feel like it's even more ambitious than Infinity War because of the, what it tries to fit in into that movie. Um, hmm. That being said, I mean, huh. it does kind of like you know doesn't stick. Yeah, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to think on that. That's yeah. That's that's interesting. Interesting. Oh, I like, see it. Uh, I actually. Oh, well, we should probably that do that. Movie, after that's my this issue podcast. with that movie, mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises, and we'll probably talk a little bit about this on our next Nolan episode. I think we're gonna we're gonna do Dark Knight, but we're gonna mm. kind of cover. I think the probably all of yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'll probably watch them um, over again. That's my biggest yeah. issue with Rises is that he bites off more than he can chew. Like when I walked out of the theater, I was like, he didn't need to go that big. Like, he didn't need to, like, the whole city is overtaken. There's a fucking nuke. Like, he didn't need to do that. Like, he could have gone a similar level as, like, Dark Knight. That's a conversation yeah, for yeah, another yeah. fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, cool. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, just to finish off uh, the, the thought. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, yeah. I thought my bad. So, I just so assumed we were done. And I no, I barely yet. talked about it. <laughs> But uh, I think that uh, I, in terms of like where I stack this on the the good old um, the good old uh, uh, difficulty level filmmaking uh, film difficulty level yeah let's let's put it on the chart um, intermediate I think I think there's a, there is a lot going on here but uh, it's definitely accessible. Uh, like, cause, cause it does get a little comp- complex at the end, but I think a lot of Nolan stuff is going to be inter- intermediate anyway, unless you go to like, I don't yeah. know, Batman Begins or. I, I don't know. I think yeah. he like lives in that intermediate yeah. except for. How's Batman Yeah, Begins? maybe Batman yeah. Begins. Yeah, and begins, yeah. I think even Dark Knight, man, because the first time I saw Dark Knight. Yeah, I could see that. I was like fully on board. Yeah. But uh, I was like, man, there's a lot going on. I don't think I'm tracking mm-hmm. all this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can do fucking interview. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. I'm going to Rebecca Hall myself over here. Ooh. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, that, that would where I put it on the intermediate level. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not too challenging, but challenging enough to, to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh yeah. Like, uh, this movie does kind of rise up in my, like, uh, my Nolan's, my Nolan filmography list in terms of favorites, because mm-hmm. as I've, cause the first time I saw this, um, I wasn't as knowledgeable in film as I am now. And obviously I'm, yeah. I don't claim to be some sort of like, like film expert or anything, but what you guys yeah. have a podcast. I know. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, uh, I think that now that I have a greater appreciation of filmmaking, this movie has taken on a whole new light that I really like. Yeah. And the only reason why I wouldn't put it on my top, my favorite one is because I'm like a science slut. Like, or time slut, I guess. I don't know. A time I don't know. Slut. Something you like, heard it here. Yeah, You're a slut, slut for something there, yeah, like yeah, science yeah. or time. No, science like, slut. okay, so, I mean, Inception's <clears throat> badass because 
Everyone's yeah. wearing suits and shit. Real Adam movie. And you movie, have that guns one. and shit. Maybe the most Adam the movie. The most that's Adam ever movie. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like the yeah. most Adam. Like, you got yeah. physics in there warping. <laughs> yeah. You got guns. We'll talk about it. It's good. Who I can't when we read. get there. Yeah. And it's like, and it's got the film. Like, I don't, I, I can't, like, I can't, I can't say that the prestige is better than that for me. Sure. Right. No, that's yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Man. I, mean, yeah. I, that's, I think Inception's more, yeah, more entertaining mm. to me. Uh, maybe. I don't it's know, got man. layers, man. Watching it, it's it does. Less. So that's why we will we will yeah. continue the conversation there. But yeah. as of now, I'm I'm holding my breath because you better. I'm You're in about the drop. I'm in. A, I'm in the. I'm in the. Five hundred gallon tank. I'm gonna see if I can get out of the of the of the water cage yeah. and see what happens. But at, at the end of the day, this is a fantastic film that is is leagues above a lot of movies in uh the modern era so um i don't know why i would say i always about magic i thought yeah. you were gonna say like you know, about yeah, yeah no because like yeah. it's so funny out, out of yeah. the modern spectrum all of these yeah. movies about magic that are mm-hmm. out right now uh yeah. ultimately well, it's about, I, I mean best. i feel like it's better than illusionist oh for I mean, sure i haven't seen Probably. that movie the illusionist yeah, i remember so. being like that was, that was good i yeah, like it was that like, it, it, was it had a twist too like they're yeah um Similar in that sense, but like prestige is on like another level, right? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So th- th- this one obviously was done with love and care and thought. So mm-hmm. love it, and I think that should wrap it up. Uh, uh, I want to um, say one last thing about like tying magic into filmmaking again. I know we we talked to death about it on this podcast, but mm. um, Georges Méliès, um, the original, the French director. Um, he w- before he was a director, he was an illusionist. He was a magician. Oh. And if anyone remembers, he directed a movie called A Trip to the Moon or Voyage on La Lune. The, the oh, character yeah. in Hugo. Yeah, he, he was also a character in Hugo played, played by, by Ben Kingsley, Kingsley right? I think. Yeah. yeah. And so like, I think this, all, it, this movie does go full circle because the original For sure. filmmakers were literally illusionists. They were trying to fool you with mm. uh, camera tricks, basically. Right. That yeah, is fucking exactly. awesome. That's a great note to leave on, yeah. man. Uh, and that was John. Thanks for being on oh, again, yeah. man. Thanks Little for did you know, on. it yeah. wasn't actually John. Yeah. It was um, his twin brother, um, Juan. Don. Oh, yeah, Juan. God damn it. We, all, we got like three fucking names here. We blew that joke. <laughs> really blew the twist yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for having me on again, That's guys. That's prestige. Mean, yeah. This was great. Um, it's always a good time here. I'm kind of always counting down to the next mm. one because like I... I look forward to y'all seasons because of the fact that like I'm usually going to watch a movie that I haven't actually for sure unless on the off chance you know you pick me for a very basic movie in the future which in that case I will probably resent we'll tell y'all you, for we, it we have like, I think mostly figured out our next season we'll fucking get you on the books now okay cool awesome uh, for that, well, maybe I don't know. We're, we're, we have far out. I don't know. There's a lot yeah. of people who want to be on our show. Yeah, we'll have to that's I don't true, know, John. Yeah. We'll see if we can squeeze that's you true. in. That's totally true, man. You don't want to. We'll know. see if you can get <laughs> you on the docket. You gotta go it's check crazy. with our secretary. Yeah, exactly. I, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, Do you really want to have me on an eighth fucking time? Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, you know, <laughs> look, you gotta check it with our secretary, who's a male, which is progressive. Yeah, and he's gay. Ooh, and he uh-huh. is African American. So, oh, so wow. uh, we're very prog here. Check, check, check off that <laughs> list. And uh, his name is uh, Muhammad, and he's Muslim. Wow. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> also, and he's a very kind. And he, he's gay also man. he's also handicapped. He's in a wheelchair. He is also in a wheelchair. That's true. <laughs> he lost his legs in. The war in Iraq. So oh, he was a shit. soldier. He's a vet as well. 
keep that wow. in mind. This, I want to uh, watch this like guy's my, story. I want to know what, what happened with this guy. I want to watch that the movie. gay black uh, Vet- war veteran. Well, we can, we'll get him on. We'll okay. be a that, guest. that sounds like he needs a spot <laughs> in the spotlight. It seems like fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. John, thanks so much John, for coming on, yeah, man. Thank you, man. Uh, it's, always it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Yeah, um, it was awesome. You, you got, got any, any plugs? Yeah. Plug uh, plug so when this airs, um, we'll be real you know, we'll be right into uh, the second season of Countdown to Infinity. So if you guys like um, you know, these little indie superhero flicks and shit, um indie check out that podcast. Indie I mean, yeah. superhero flicks. We'll be like a month out from Endgame when this drops, man. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So like you it's a nice little companion podcast to uh, refresh yeah, your mind on character. We're not doing uh movies this year, really, obviously, because we did those, you know, last year. Um, we will be doing a Captain Marvel app, I think, whenever it comes out. Listen to those apps, though. They're good. Oh, yeah. Listen to them. I mean, I'm not discouraging. Got a couple you of your favorite boys on those. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. You guys are hey, on who? here. It's going to be awesome. Um, you, you dingo. <laughs> oh, I, um, I, don't, I don't favorite myself. I, I'm very self-loathing. Oh, that's uh, true. Okay, well, <laughs> be sure to skip over Adam's <laughs> episode, guys. What episode did guys. you do? No, I forgot. I think it was a cat. Uh, no, what, what, what was it? Winter that? Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was one of our one best of the best apps. movies. Yeah, yeah. It's a go yeah. to cover, man. I did yeah. uh, first cap actually. Yeah, actually, first you guys cap. had the that's funny Captain America that here. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, that's cute. Okay. cute but, uh, double feature. That's about it. I mean, listen to those things. Um, listen to the, that podcast and the network. Uh, all the other Delphin Pod uh, mm-hmm. shows should be coming back. Fanboy Comics is coming back. Um, nice. There are some new Patreon exclusives that we're going to have. So if you haven't subscribed uh, or, you know, I don't well, know do if you I subscribe. Get, do I get like, do I get like secret access to some footage? You do. You get like secret. Do I get to see you and Delphin naked? Uh, yeah. That's like the, the first one perk. One of the first things unlocked. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you give them a dollar. They just give it up already. I was going to say like 60 bucks. Oh, but a dollar I mean, for the ass, five for the front. I mean, just. <laughs> Lower your expectations there, because I'm not we sure. are going to steal that idea because it's good. <laughs> oh yeah, it, I mean, well, fucking hell, you'll, you'll hear from our <laughs> lawyers. 2020. Uh, just you know, just lower your expectations on that photo because you know. But then you then, yeah. then no one does it, and you're just like, I'll just send it to you for free. I'll send you my ass for free. <laughs> well, I just listen to the goddamn yeah. podcast. I send them my feet to try to get them into the. Oh, Patreon, see, that'll that'll then, like, yeah, you know. that'll get them in the door, <laughs> and then the uh, the other. Yeah, exactly. Just post your feet on Twitter and Instagram. And then <laughs> um, that's about it, though. And you go to our of, Patreon to see some more. To see some yeah. oh. Some leads. Uh, a new season of Revenge of the Sequel should be starting pretty soon, so that should be fun. Yeah. Also, too. yeah. Which I was on. Yeah. On some, uh, so, yeah. What definitely. We no, I've already. Episode four yeah, we ago. plugged it so <laughs> long a while ago. ago. Yeah, I'm and like, then that's oh, not yeah, going to be out. That'll be, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, so yeah, we were like, oh yeah, that will, John Wick two will be out. We'll be we out by then. Spoiled it, yeah. <laughs> Shit, Hopefully. yeah. That is a fun episode though. So keep yeah. an eye out. You know that Exciting, season man. is going to uh, you know start up pretty yeah. soon. So we'll just keep an eye on it for. Yeah, I was a little. Um, oh, can I be? Went out on the. Uh, hey, yeah. can I be on the third one? Yes. Oh, I need to be on it. <sighs> I want to be on it. I I don't want to reveal what the movie is, but. Yeah. I, oh, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't put that on the. I shouldn't fucking what say that on the doing? podcast. Like, hold like you asking, hostage. Just like, <laughs> uh, I'll do that through the normal yes. channels uh, instead of like holding you communication. Hostage. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got anything else, man? That it? Uh, that's. I feel like I keep trying to plug stuff okay, that I'm trying yeah. to think of. <laughs> no, we'll make stuff. Keep no, no, you're you're filmmaking. Um, you're filming something. I am filming stuff that I. Yeah. I, 
I want to kind of leave it at that because I don't know if they'll ever yeah, see the yeah. light of day. <laughs> but like, oh, you know, really? okay. we are. Um, no well, we you guys are doing stuff. stuff, so that's yeah. great. Um, yeah. Keep an eye out yeah. for uh, Qualified, a short film that should hit. No, that's what I was talking soon. about. Yeah. yeah. Qualified. So um, I'm working on that, um, writing credit on that one and producing, I guess. So that should be pretty fun. And you, we have you another. You bought like McDonald's for everybody one day and it made you <laughs> uh, a producer. Yeah. That's, that's what being a producer means. I, yeah, I bought, I bought McDonald's <laughs> and pizza and like Burger King, yeah. uh, all that other stuff. I, like, I looked who, at the who Trump thing. the most and on I, like, food for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a producer. <laughs> like, Literally producing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be pretty fun. And then it's, um, there's another. Um, there's another short in the can, a little bit monster-like. Um, that should be coming oh, in the summer. Yeah, should yeah. be pretty soon. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Follow Adam and I on uh, the social medias. Follow us on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just plug in what I did on the last episode. Right, right, so you can right. follow us mm-hmm. uh, there. Keep up with uh, our 2019 uh, movie reviews and shit mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you got anything, Adam? No, that should, that should be it. So... Thanks again, uh, dear listener, for for uh, sticking with us. And next week should Is be gonna be definitely shit. a David Fincher movie. Oh, Zodiac! Zodiac. Uh, yes, one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. So no. yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be wild to talk You're about. You are demented. Man. I no, love that movie. I yeah. think we have a guest. Not too sure we, yet. Yeah. Yeah. We do. We're gonna. Oh man, we yeah, we gotta um, confirm it just to be sure. So I don't want to announce it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, Zodiac's gonna be next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great movie, um, and I think it's gonna do it for mm-hmm. the episode, guys. So uh, take care, have a good week, and be nice to people in your life. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Don't be a dingus. Mm-hmm. We love you. Bye. Later. Bye.